Episode 9 of Politics on the Rocks. That was No Sleep by Camp. That's C-A-A-M-P. Um, I'm your host, Nick. We have Chris. Hello. Bookie. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> And Cameron. Hey, how's it going? Special guest this uh, fine afternoon is Elijah Craig, small batch, Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. And I have already had a taste of it. I don't yeah, know you want to pour me a little bit here? Yeah, but you know what I got. What a guy, what a guy. Oh, okay. So, um, we're going to do a little something different this uh, this episode. I mean, not not the crazy different. We're going to cover a couple uh, more topics. So, we're going to do four topics, and we're going to spend probably a little less time on some of them. Some of them aren't really huge stories. Some of them are just kind of, you know, some things worth mentioning. Uh we have Indian River County becoming a Second Amendment sanctuary county. <clears throat> I think it's the 47th out of 65 counties in Florida. So that's pretty exciting for us, you know, locals. We have the Miami mayor commenting on how we need to militarily intervene in Cuba, specifically um, looking into airstriking. <laughs> <laughs> I read that and I'm like, that's so ridiculous that an American politician would even... Anyway, uh, yeah, we'll talk about that. Um, we have Biden's $3.5 trillion infrastructure spending bill that they're working on. And then we also have Florida State Representative Anthony Sabatini fighting back a bit against the Capitol Police establishing a Florida office, which I think is excellent that he's doing that. Um, so, yeah. Hey, shout out to Elijah Craig. Yeah, that's good? some smooth... This is good. Smooth sipping bourbon. I gotta say, this is one of my favorites so far. Ooh. That's a good one. Good. Really... I like that. Balanced mm. and sweet. Yeah. Got, got yeah, a little... Good. Not too... Not too um, it's not very harsh, yeah. Yeah. I, well, a lot, of, a lot of the bourbons we've been getting lately, I feel like, have been uh, really smoky. This one's, like, kind of on the milder side, I feel like. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it's... In regards uh, to the smoke flavor. It's pretty sweet, though. Yeah. But it's not mm-hmm. overly sweet. Right. No. Yeah, it's I think it's pretty like good. Definitely it hits the back of my throat. I like it. I think it's one of my yeah. favorites. That's a good one. Yeah. Good choice. Good choice. Definitely good uh, that again. Good, good no, bottle notes grab. Notes of uh, oak. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Oaky notes. <laughs> I got your oak, Chris. Ooh. We'll get there. Eventually, we'll have a whole list of of flavors in that in that bit. Hey, uh, yeah. I know we don't have this written down. Don't we have a a Spotify playlist. Um, oh yeah, songs. We, yeah, we did. Um, oh, we did. Yeah, I, I'm not. <laughs> you sure started if, it? No, I started it. Yeah, I'm not sure oh, shit, if it's. Nice. Uh, I'm not sure if it's public. I, it should be public. It's called. Uh, uh, how about this? By the time you're listening P-O-T-R to this, songs. it will be public. Yeah. yeah, it's called POTR songs, and we'll have all of our songs on there. Yeah, so yeah. We'll... I I I was gonna do it this weekend, and I'm glad I didn't because I guess you did. So yeah, we'll go ahead and update that by Wednesday. I think I think now that we kind of have the flow of things, I think we're gonna shoot. 
for Wednesday nights at eight or Wednesday morning at eight. I think that gives us enough time to listen, edit, and that's fix perfect. anything. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Market calendars. We're going to do Wednesday at eight. That's the official release date of every episode moving forward. Uh, and on the playlist, I think we'll just add them like in order of you know what episode. Yeah. So you can just kind of go down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go down on me. Or go. Yeah. Go. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So All right. Yeah. So book. Go ahead. Start it off. All right. So the first topic is the Inverness County. Um, the county administrators. Uh. They did a resolution stating that this county itself is a Second Amendment sanctuary. Um, so, if you guys looked into it, but a resolution is different than a law. So, it's more of a political statement um, and a kind of, you know, a will of the of the ruling people in the, in the county. So, kind of telling what they – their opinion, kind of stating how they feel politically on things. So it's no law, it's something hard and, you know, that people can, like, kind of go against. But it's more of showing Tallahassee how they feel, and hopefully that, you know, as Nick said, there's 40-something so, uh, Yeah, so yeah, we were the 45th out of 67 counties. Yeah, okay, you got it right mm-hmm. that time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I said it backwards. 47 yeah. out of 65. Yeah. 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 So it's kind of <laughs> one of those things where, you know, collectively as it keeps going, it should get some traction and hopefully mm-hmm. mean something. Yeah, I mean, two-thirds of the counties so far, over two-thirds. So that's pretty good. Yeah, so what a lot, um, you know, if, if for the listeners that don't know what a, a Second Amen- Amendment sanctuary county or state is, I know we kind of briefly talked about it in previous episodes. We may have completely explained it, but it basically, to simplify it, it means that the county or state or, you know, whoever is declaring them to be a second amendment sanctuary basically means that they're not going to enforce any federal level gun laws Mm -hmm. they'll still enforce the state level so whatever the state you know or county decides when it comes to that they'll enforce that but not the federal level stuff Hmm. one thing i i noticed in the um uh, the way that you know some of the uh council members were talking about it and stuff was that they're basically they're not going to enforce any laws that they perceive as infringing on your gun rights so you know it's still kind of yet to be seen what laws they do consider to be infringing and which ones they don't Mm -hmm. but um it's yeah i mean the sheriff is behind it i actually have i got a quote that i wanted to read so yeah go for it yeah so eric flowers uh indy river county sheriff this was a direct quote from him from an article I read. So it's, he says, as long as I'm your sheriff, there are no concerns about your local law enforcement's coming to take your guns. I want to make that abundantly clear. I find it so important to recognize as I stand here representing the government that the origins of this Second Amendment was to protect its citizens from a tyrannical government, to have a government that recognizes that right of the people to protect themselves from the government is so critically important to me. And I, I, I think it's worth noting that it's pretty awesome that he didn't try to water down what the Second Amendment is. Mm-hmm. You know, most most people are, you know, they like to reduce it down to, oh, the right to protect yourself. It's like, that's not really what it's about. Yeah, right. I, I love that quote, too. I actually had that down in yeah. my notes as well. It's, uh, <laughs> like, it's so cool to see, like, a government official say, this is to protect yourself from me. Yeah. Like, yep, exactly. this is for you to make sure I'm doing my job. That's the point. 
And it's pretty cool to see, yeah, like a government official actually saying that and, uh, you know, acknowledging what the Second Amendment is actually for. Yeah. Yeah, there were uh, 1,600 signatures. Um, I guess a petition went around months prior. So over 1,600 signatures to get this, you know, resolution moving. That's pretty cool. A lot of, you know, big support. How Do you know the population of our county? 32 million. <laughs> is it really? No. Oh. <laughs> that would be, like, massive. Yeah. I, I did want to state that, so this, in a sense, is a light nullification 159,000. That's pretty close. So um, 1,600, I guess, isn't that much, but still cool to see, I guess. Yeah, no, it's awesome to see. Because, I mean, I didn't get asked to sign that petition, so I don't know where the hell they were. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> so, but uh, as I was stating, this is more and less a nullification of the federal. Um, and there's been actually a couple of states who've written in law, so not just resolutions, mm. uh, nullification laws. For the Second Amendment. Yeah, uh, I think Missouri has one. Possibly Missouri. I know Kentucky. Kansas. Kansas has been a big one. Because if you don't remember, in 2016, because I think the law got put in the books in 2013. And for anybody who's listening, nullification, think of marijuana. So when California was one of the first, if not the first, to do uh, medical marijuana, they pretty much were nullifying the federal's law stating that it was a class one drug. And... With that came a lot of uh, push and pull between dispensaries and federal agencies coming in yeah. to the state, so the state of California, and trying to rule over them. So there's this pull and tug and pull between the state and the federal government, um, which is what happens when a state tries to put nullification on a federal law. And when that happens, you actually need the state to step up and back its citizens, and what's kind of disappointing which you know this is a couple years ago so maybe they're better now but when kansas did the nullification for the second amendment i think it more had to do with uh accessories i think it was overall but the thing that got let in the news was for accessories a uh well like bump stocks and stuff like that. yeah it was i think it was a silencer but a, hmm. a uh a guns uh store owner sold something that federally is illegal to a private citizen in kansas and then the federal government came after them, you know, in Kansas, and the Kansas gov- uh, government and didn't help them at all. Oh wow! Oh, so that's they, they, yeah, they got fucked pretty hard by the federal government. Yeah, that's something to think about with these um, Second Amendment sanctuary laws. Is you're still not immune from being prosecuted by federal right um, federal uh, agents and things like that. So so the ATF still, can still come in and kill your right, entire you family. S- you still need to True. pay attention to the federal gun laws, even if you. You know, feel safe in your county, which, you know, I'm sure you guys can agree we all feel a little bit safer knowing that our sheriff is on board with this and he's right. not going to enforce um, it at a county level. But, um, yeah, you still got to, you know, keep your head on swivel. Yeah, <laughs> I, I <clears throat> while it's a, a, a victory, obviously, I would still like to see more from the Florida government, you know, c- considering we are one of the, you know, air quote, freest states in the you know in the country um i would still like to see more because you see i i think uh what is it july already yeah so yeah back in may (laughs) texas passed a bill that took basically nullified uh the 
NFA regulations on suppressors for Texas-made silencers and shit. Yeah. So if you live in Texas and you buy a Texas-made suppressor or silencer, whatever you want to call it, um, you can literally walk in, buy the suppressor, and walk out the same way you would, you know, basically any other accessory for a firearm, which... Yep. But then again, you have to be aware that that's still still, an NFA-regulated item, which if you don't know what the NFA is, you should look that up. It's the National Firearms Act. And... um, it encompasses regulations for a, a pretty broad spectrum yeah, of. We kind of touched on it last episode, yeah. but uh, but yeah. So you know those laws still apply. The you know Texas is in the U.S., so um, not for long. <laughs> but uh, yeah, if so, if you, you know get uh, pulled over by a federal agent somehow, <laughs> right? Well, yeah, that, that's another thing. You know, we we say this, but then it's like, when's the last time have you seen an ATF agent, or when's yeah. the last time you seen an FBI agent? Yeah, I when guess you wouldn't. You know, you wouldn't. It wouldn't be like a, abundantly clear, but still. Like, when they when they find out that you have a militia in your backyard, <laughs> hey, whoa, dude, chill out. It seems like they typically uh, kind of like zero in on some like high profile targets, or they or a lot of times they're just using it as a way to get someone that they you know want to get for something else. Right. Yeah, and a, a lot. Hold on, sorry. No, go, go go. So a lot of times, you know, like Nick was stating, you know, you don't really see federal aid, you know government people walking around so with these nullification laws or resolutions in this case a lot of times they're actually in those laws they're prohibiting state agencies helping out the federal government Mm -hmm. so that's a huge thing because a lot of times you know the federal government is this bloated fat piece of shit pig but when they don't have enough agents to enforce correct their so laws. they have to actually get state level people to actually help them mm-hmm. and if they don't have those people it's a lot harder for them to get people track them down and prosecute them so i like that yeah so it's one of those things where you know we're talking about in river county uh second amendment sanctuary which is great i mean i always have to hope that if you know if they stick to the word and they stick by the citizens and they right. don't let federal agencies come in here and use their resources yeah. yeah, because, I, I mean, I'm all about, like, declarations and that type of thing and, you know, like, what we're talking about. But when push comes to shove, yeah, you what's going to happen they in need real life? To, exactly. You know? All right, fine. I'll be the guinea pig. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I mean, you just want them to step up when uh, when it matters, you know? No, and, and, that's, uh, and that's a good point because, yeah. uh, you know, th- maybe this is getting a little off topic, but I don't think people, people really realize, uh, you know, the power that air quotes, we, the citizens, really have. I mean, just imagine for a minute that, you know, we we we, we finally made it to the utopia, the libertarian of the utopia, right? <laughs> and we wake up tomorrow and every single person decides to stop paying their taxes or stop abiding by firearm laws. Mm. There's absolutely zero way that, or shit, even if 50% stop. Right. How 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 does the federal government people. deal with that? Yeah, over yeah. 150 million people just ignoring the law. Yeah, like, what are you going to do? You're going to yeah. arrest maybe you know how many like a handful uh, of people? How many honestly? How many federal agents do you think are in the country? I'd say less than half a million. Even if there's a yeah, million, yeah. I was going to say sixty thousand. Right, well, I'm I'm using extreme numbers. Even if there were a million federal That's agents, probably how in the many country. agents just the IRS has? Yeah. What sixty thousand? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. But even if there was a million federal agents, that's yeah one million versus one hundred and fifty million. You yeah. like, you like there's those, no way. You like those odds, Nick? 
I do like those odds. Well, I mean, it, <laughs> I'll take them. No, I like, I like the point that Nick's making is super good because I mean, even when you like see uh, from like the White House and when they propose like some like really ridiculous bills and and stuff like, uh, for instance, this week it's been like the the cell phone thing, right? That uh, the, oh yeah. Well, help me explain that. Well, the yeah, freedom phone. No, 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 no. Uh, how, how the, the White House is, uh, you know, talk. I think they've uh, kind of, they've kind of. Well, they backed off of it. Backed right? off a little yeah. bit. But, but yeah, they were proposing, like they, the, they were proposing working with cell phone carriers to censor propaganda. text messages. Yeah. Which oh, they negative are, propaganda. Yeah, anti vaccine, anti COVID, things yeah, yeah. like that. Which but, they already work with cell phone carriers, by the way, in case right. you guys didn't yeah. realize that. But, but, but it's interesting <laughs> to see, like, how, but, like, when they propose, like, things like this, and then, like, everybody's like, whoa. Too much, too much, you yeah. know? And then, like, all of a sudden it becomes, like, a conspiracy. Like, oh, no, we never say anything like that. Yeah, yeah, But so it, it just it just goes – it's encouraging to me to see that, like – It like works. You, like you said. Yeah. Like, if another enough people say, yeah, I'm not about that, they mm. back off. I mean, that really does happen. I mean – Yeah. Uh, you, but then, I mean, but then yeah. they propose yeah. something, like, you know, one-tenth as severe. Radical. And then people are like, okay, okay, that's better. Yeah. yeah. And then it ends up going through. Well, yeah, yeah it's like yeah. it's like Dave uh, Dave Smith. He, he talks about this a lot in a lot of his podcasts. Um, you know, it's by design. They see how far they can go until they start getting mass resistance, and then they're like, "Oh, we're you know, we'll take we're not ready for that. that. We're not ready for that." So they step it back. Yeah, and then they 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 do what they do. They incrementally yeah. get back to that radical yeah. thing and. They yeah, try so it again. To bring it back to guns, they'll, they'll be like, all right, we're banning all AR-15s. And then it just causes this huge uproar. And they're like, okay, we're just going to limit the mag capacity. Right. Or like we saw, what was it, in 2018, the Vegas shooting, when they right. banned bump stocks. Yeah. Uh, obviously, it, it you know, it, it worked. It passed. So from the you know the perspective that i was talking about before that was the time was that who who's that was that daddy trump that that, that that was yes that was daddy right. trump so everyone that the wants the most to, pro 2a president yeah my in history i am sack. the best president yeah that's why it cracks me up when you see like the you know the nra did that um collector's edition 45th president and it had like it's engraving like of yeah it was like a 1911 had trump <laughs> all over and i'm like wow you guys are really are retarded you don't realize how yeah anyway yeah <laughs> anyway so you guys want to say anything uh, else about this but yeah so it's it's um uh, incrementalism is yep. what it is and mm -hmm. it, it's not just in gun rights that it's mm -hmm. it shows its face it's it's in everything uh but yeah no, no. I, I mean yeah I no that's I that's 100 percent. yeah that's, I, that's, I would just say when a push comes to shove I hope they stand for what they say. Right. We'll see where where yeah. it really where the chips really fall. Yeah, yeah. Right. I think that's super important because I think it's interesting to look this side by side with marijuana because marijuana yeah. went through a similar thing. Obviously, now it has a lot of bipartisan support, but a lot of that has to do with the people themselves wanting it over time. You know, I think California was 1996. Mm -hmm. So we're in 2021. So I mean, it takes a long time. So hopefully, this is a movement that follows that. And yeah, I mean, we can only and, hope. Guns yeah. and marijuana. We might as well just start a ska band at this point. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be scatting all over. <laughs> all right. So next topic. Yeah. Talk about yeah Cuba. Mayor Suarez. 
What's it? What's his full name? I don't know. We don't care. Um, he's a prick. Is uh, Francis. Francis Suarez. Yeah, Francis. Like Francis. Francis. All right. He's calling on. Here, you go ahead. No, you're good. Yeah. So I looked at the things a little differently, but yeah, he did call and made a, a proclamation saying that the United States government, you know, the military needs to step in, drone attack, airstrike if need be. If it comes to that, he's he said, willing. Yeah, if he's it like, to it's, that it's an option that shouldn't be, be taken yeah. off the table, is like what he said. And then even the Fox News host was just like, are you suggesting that we should airstrike Cuba? He's, he's like, like, eh? Should, should keep it an option. He's like, hey, <laughs> I got some bets with the Castros. I don't really want to pay it. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. that works so well in the Middle East, right? What? Yeah. what? So uh, we can kind of go over the place of this because there's obviously in Florida, we have a yep. huge Cuban uh, mm-hmm. uh, population, population, which is great. They make great food. They're great people. They are. And the it's crazy because a lot of them that escaped Cuba – they like they truly understand the dangers of communism. They do, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they're like you know great people to have in the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is a <laughs> which is a big reason why they exactly. don't want them immigrating. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, that's kind of where I was alluding yeah. yeah. to. You can come, you can come to Mexico, but don't go through uh, Cuba. Uh, no, you don't, they don't vote left. <laughs> nope. Yeah, yeah. So we can kind of call it all the place. There's a lot of things to talk about this yeah. topic. So, yeah. so can someone give us like a clear, concise like reason why all the riots have like recently started? Well, I think initially it's over healthcare because there's a clear mm-hmm. divide between the um, the elites of Cuba, so like government officials, things like that. You know, mm-hmm. people part of the Communist Party. There's a clear distinction between the level of healthcare they receive versus the mm-hmm. level of healthcare that the, the average system, citizen yeah. gets. Yeah. yeah. There's a, there's three different healthcare systems in Cuba. It's a three-tiered system and basically the top two tiers are similar. They receive similar levels of care and that's the, you know, Cuban government officials and just people who are connected and then uh tourists. Tourists also right. receive yep. a that's high a standard of care. But then the uh, third tier is just the common people of Cuba, and they don't receive nearly the standard of care that uh, the other two tiers receive. They have, you know, uh, lack of supplies. Uh, everything's expensive as hell. I guess in Cuba you go to the pharmacy, and it's like it's like awesome-looking pharmacies because they're, like, government-run, and they make them look all nice, but there's, like, nothing available. And it, the things that are available are expensive as hell. So, and I don't know, probably some of that is due to the embargo, which we'll probably get into. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Sanctions and embargoes. Yeah. So I think that's a great point. You know, obviously a lot of this did come from just a shortage of everything, food, like like Chris was saying. And then, uh, you know, once people get pushed to a certain limit, I mean, they've been under communist rule for 60 plus years now. Yeah. Jeez. So... Mm- you know, eventually things gotta, uh, gotta snap. Um, I mean, we could touch on maybe if you want to a little bit how America has helped them, put gently pushed them in that direction of a communist Shit, rule. Gently pushed. Yeah. Them. <laughs> I'm only trying yeah. to overthrow Fidel Classic like three twenty letters. times. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, so the basically the way that like America and Cuba's relationship started was after the Spanish American War in the 1890s. And then the U.S. took control of Puerto Rico, Philippines, and Cuba. And then um, Cuba had basically like a puppet, like an American puppet president for forever. And then eventually... Yeah, the what Cuban, was his name? Uh, 
I can't even remember. This, I can't remember his Batista, name. Batista, is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Batista. Yes, okay. Yep. And uh, yeah, so eventually the Cuban people got tired of being run by a foreign puppet leader, which, you know, that's understandable. completely understandable. And then so they got rallied behind Fidel Castro, who was more of a nationalist and like stood up for them instead of, you know, American interests. And then once he got in, he basically said, yep, we're not doing this whole election thing anymore. Yeah. <laughs> no mas. No and mas. And then, uh, <laughs> you know, and then like American, well, America as the empire, you know, I think uh, Dave Smith's been saying that a lot lately, which I think is pretty cool. Probably start saying that more too. The American empire tried to impose everything over Cuba once that happened. Mm-hmm. So we did our thing. We uh, embargoes, sanctions, because, you know, nothing hurts the Cuban people more than making sure they don't have products so yeah, Fidel can just hoard more from himself. Yep. That's Jeez. the thing about I sanctions is you're not, you know, the leaders aren't suffering at all. Right. It's, it's the people. And that's the idea is that you make the people suffer so that they rise up against the leader. But that's just that's pretty so sick. Cool. That's sickening. Yeah. That's so, sick that you push. Yeah. I think it's good to point out that. And it especially helps when you, you know, have the secret three letter agencies in there, you know, kind of prodding the citizens to yeah as they do <laughs> yeah but uh i think it's good to bring up too that the left so when it comes to cuba right now currently the left is one way and right is a certain way mm-hmm. obviously right that's how they are even though they probably still want to be in cuba for whatever reason i think cam needs a lighter yeah, yeah. sorry <laughs> that or he's jerking some little midget in the air off <laughs> But, uh, no, so the left, they want to lift the sanctions. Well, some of them do, which is great. I think we can all agree that's perfect. I don't think America or the United States should be sanctioning anything or any country. Yeah. That's, Ag- yeah. again, agreed. agreed. It's a pretty fucked up thing to do. Wait, why? Why? why, why? Yeah, that's you a know? good question. For why? <laughs> why? Why? Why do we do why? that? Why? 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 Yep. Why? It's like it's like literally going up to the guy on the corner of sixty and like someone's trying to give him a dollar. You just smack at his fucking hand. Yeah, like, that's yeah, that's not for you. No, of course, I know that man. That man poor. is me. But oh, yeah. yeah, right. Almost forgot about so that. So the left does want to lift the sanctions, but they also want to send aid. Of course, right? Yeah, aids. A- yeah. Well, <laughs> watch out, Cuba. But uh, and the right, we've they done want, it before. We'll do it again. And the right wants military, you know, uh, intervention. Pump. Yeah. So it's just kind of where it lands, where it's like the left has some good idea where it's like, yeah, I can agree we shouldn't do that. But I also agree we shouldn't be intervening in any way, military or with aid. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's interesting from what you just said, like both parties have like an interest in like intervention. Of course. In some way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not They're not just neither one. Of, like We're an empire. Yeah. We're not just like, <laughs> right. yeah, that's like not our problem. Yeah. Like, well, like lift a bargo. A bargo. And just leave it alone. Yeah, let them figure it out. Yeah. The same way that we've... I mean, we can't even... You know, we, we don't even have a system that's working for us here. Why do we think that we need to be halfway across the world? I mean, Cuba's not halfway across the world, but I, I guess I'm more or less talking about yeah. Afghanistan. But the same 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 rule applies here. Why do we need to be traveling the world, forcing other people to... to like, it, it, we, we, we can't even figure out our own shit, so why are we trying to you know, figure out other people's shit. Yeah. And we obviously don't know what the fuck we're doing. And as much as a lot more evident lately. Yeah. Yeah. And as much as we want to like, obviously we'll shame the government regardless of what they do, but (laughs) you know, fuck them for wanting to do that. But also comes from like just normal people. Celebrities have gone on Twitter saying, Hey, we have to do something. You know, America needs to go to Cuba, give them aid, do whatever. 
people are, you know, like the mayor, obviously, going back to that, he says, hey, we should fucking bomb them with drones for whatever reason. <laughs> like, because that helps. Yeah, the, the, there's ideas of, like, potentially, like, sending a bunch of money over there. And there's also ideas of, like, let's just blow them up. Yeah. Like, what? Like why 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 do you like what what if we send them aid but in the aid is bombs yeah right I mean I mean it, but it's just ridiculous that the fact that like we think that like we should be literally involved in everything that happens around the world especially if a celebrity says it yeah like why why do I care if, if someone's so out of touch yeah with, with reality, reality yeah and, yeah and the thing is too like for me personally is I think it was who's the the woman who owns the Hotel here that's famous. Gloria Estefan. So Gloria Estefan was one of the people who got on. Is like we gotta send. I 80. can't imagine why. Right? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's like you own hotels. You're <laughs> right. A millionaire. I'm glad you send some of your money. You yeah. Why doing? can't you just send things? Go book. Mm-hmm. Just go. It's like just what go. the hell is wrong with this? Yeah. Like, yeah. And it's like you know people who are in the streets who want to do stuff like get together, find someone who can boat things over with them. Right. Like yeah, it's 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 not as easy as I'm making it sound. It's so easy to but, advocate for yeah. you know to send other people's money. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. But when it's time to nut up and send your own money, so, it's like, oh, so maybe, maybe no. I gotta, maybe I gotta, no. I gotta, I gotta pat my people's back on this one because, like, so oftentimes we want to like say like, oh, well, like you know, like a celebrity stands up and they like, you know, uh, like you know, like they're doing now and like saying, oh, the government should send money. We should do something. We should do something here. But like, in, in so many ways, the church has done this, right? Has mm-hmm. like gone and like helped without. You know, you know like, making a big deal about exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. And Bookie had mentioned this at some point, and he said, like, yeah, we're very charitable. A lot of that has to do with, like, religious organizations who partner with whatever organization, and they make this whole purpose about going and helping people without the government's help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? And, and, and it's Voluntarism. Po- yeah. And, it, and it, it takes a lot of money, a lot of time, you know, a lot of people giving to these to these type of things, you know, but like, but like you just mentioned, there is, these are people who have a ton of money, you know, and they, and it's just like, oh, we got to do something, but they do nothing. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Especially, do especially something. someone like her who has literally made hundreds of millions of dollars off. I mean, you know, I'm, I'll, I'm not like trying to shame her for being Cuban or whatever, but she like that. She is Cuban. She makes Cuban music. Her hotel is, I mean, the entire has Cuban theme building. And, right, yeah. is based on Cuban culture, Cuban architecture. Uh, she has a hotel in Miami, very similar. It's all Cuban food. Like that's what she is promoting her brand as, which is fine. But if it's that important to you and you've made that much money off of it, why are you advocating for other people to send their money there? Whether it be through tax dollars, state money, when you right. literally are worth, I, I, I'm not sure what her and her husband are worth anymore. Because Let's just say 300 trillion. That's probably close. <laughs> yeah. 450 zillion dollars. But yeah, she can easily yeah arm but, that entire. So to yeah. piggyback with what you're saying and what what makes it like way worse is that not that they're advocating that people do this. It's like they're advocating the government to take your money. That they've taken from you, yep, right, and then force you to pay into something that's not even in your country. Yeah, right. I mean, you don't want to pay taxes anyways. Mm-hmm. It's it's theft, right? So they're taking it from you, and then they say, "Well, we're going to send it over here because 
you know, whatever for whatever reason. But because the celebrity said so. Exactly. And it's like, no, you're not you're not just advocating for people to like donate towards this thing. You're saying, no, we want the federal government to take your money and then confiscate it from you and then send it to Cuba. Which I would be completely for. If there was some, you know, private GoFundMe things, yeah. go for it. Yeah. You right. know what I mean? If you want to send your money there, send your money there. Wait, wait, that's voluntary. But don't yeah. take it from me yeah. by force. Yeah. And spend it where I don't, and, and and this you know this isn't even just for this Cuban situation. This is for across the board. Don't steal my money, right? And then spend it on things that I don't support, like bombing children's hospitals in the Middle East. Yeah. Mm. Or you know, in this instance, well, if they're bad children, they might deserve it. But <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> Bookie with the bad children again. I know. <laughs> hey, dude. Kids need to get a little spanking, but uh, or a little or, bombing, yeah, <laughs> yeah a little really. two thousand pound bomb. Me, on me and uh, the mayor of uh, Miami might get along, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. So, but I think it's good to bring up in this like discussion of like, you know, celeb- especially celebrities, you know, trying to rally people to, you know, because once they rally people, then the government hears it, and then it's more, it's easier for the government to to do this then because now they have support by the people. Ugh. Yeah, which is terrible. Uh, so yeah. no, I think, and then people might say, "Okay, well, if you're willing to donate money to something to go help the Cuba, what's the big deal if there's using your tax do- tax dollars that's already been taken?" Well, the big thing, well, there's a lot of things, and you guys have touched on a lot of it. Is once you get the American government involved, then now it's like it's huge because now it's international, right? It's not just individuals or you know third party companies or charities or the you know church doing it. Now you have America in there, and this could be you could take out America with any country, and that's when things get slippery. Because right, because we have so much influence across correct. the globe. I mean, we're an empire. Empire. You know, we're an empire that's falling. But you know, it's one of those things where I'm all for donating my money because one, it's voluntary. Two, you know, if I do some research, and hopefully it's not the Clinton Foundation <laughs> building tents in Haiti, and then Jesus. you know, doing whatever yeah. else. Making, Mr. The Clinton Foundation, they're probably rape tents. Yeah. Probably <laughs> get, get all bill in there. They're adrenochrome <laughs> harvest. They're, they're, they're adrenochrome harvest, harvesting Man, tents. that Epstein plan was a pretty good gig. And welcome to the Q, Q podcast. Yep. Yeah. And we're back. <laughs> no, but it's just... It's and just, to introduce our special guest, Alex Jones. <laughs> I got the documents. They're right here. Yeah. So I, don't know, I just want to bring up that I think every now and then I do hear that. It's like, oh, well, if you're willing to donate your money, what's the big deal? It's your tax money. It's... One, it's, you know, it's not, I don't want my money going to that via the government. I would like to make the decision. Cause right. Because I, I don't have a gun to my head from this charity saying, give me money. Literally, though. And two, yeah. once the state government or any type of government gets involved, it just gets messy. And the next thing you know, we have another Guantanamo Bay. It'd be great to see, like, like instead of ads on TV. Did you mean to say Bay of Pigs? No, but Guantanamo Bay. That applies to, I guess. Yeah. Uh, it'd be great to see, like, instead of ads on TV, just see, like, um, like, people, like, lobbying individuals for their money, you know? Yeah. Like, they're, like, you know, Raytheon would come on, they'd be like, hey, we're gonna go bomb some kids in Yemen, give us money. <laughs> and then they'd be like, uh, no. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Like, how about we don't do that, actually? Well, you, and then, I mean, you're saying, like, in a world that where everything's transparent. Where everything's voluntary. Yeah, yeah. 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 Voluntary. Instead of, like, lobbying the government to for your stolen money, they'd be lobbying you directly, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, that, that I think, I mean, I, I don't think we would ever see that if, you know, we did reach the libertarian utopia. But Well, no, I mean, I think companies would be... Um, 
they would have like you know those uh campaigns to try and get people's money because that's how they would get funding as opposed to lobbying the federal government yeah so i mean it'd be just like advertising but so many of these companies they don't have to advertise to us because they advertise to the government right and then the government just steals our money yeah (laughs) yeah yeah I mean, but, but, but it'd still be in the form of like some sort of propaganda where you're like, yeah, yeah I'm sure, yeah, like there's terrorists yeah, no, and they're gonna, yeah, exactly. Knock Raytheon down your would not be like, they would not be like, you know, let's bomb kids in Yemen. They'd yeah. be like, freedom, we gotta protect freedom. Woo, yeah. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that you know, that's just to say too, like with this um, situation in Cuba, I'm sure that there's people over there doing like good works, and if you if if you want to voluntarily give your money to them, do a little research. And, and, and voluntarily give your money to the organization that's actually, you know what I'm saying? Doing something yeah, good. Right. Don't just, don't, don't get behind celebrities and so forth and say, hey, let's take people's money and send it to another country. Yeah, but Cameron, I've seen them immoral. in a movie. They're good people. Yeah, they're great. <laughs> Their character was a good person. Yeah, they're so good. Uh, no. Yeah, I mean, it, it goes back to what you were saying, Cam, where like the church has literally been one of the only institutions that actually follows through on these things where mm-hmm. they say, you know, we want to go overseas and provide some humanitarian aid, whether it's in Haiti or in uh, you know, uh, any of these underdeveloped countries that need it. And they actually go over there themselves on trips, you know, take their own time out of their lives to go help these people. Oh, yeah. And uh, there's not a lot of other people that do that. I mean, the government claims to do it, but it's uh, it's not right. nearly to the effect that the church does it. Especially no, when you look sure. at a lot of these government, uh, you know, programs, it's like, like something ridiculous, like seventy-five or eighty percent of all the money that they raise goes to air quotes administrative costs. Right. It's like what, what is what is that? What yeah. does that mean? Like, yeah. what? Oh, to pay the CEO of this organization their half a million dollar, you know, salary. Mm-hmm. That's what that means. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think one of the the most like important things about charity is just like the the feeling of like you know i helped someone today and it like it feels good right yeah to just help right. people mm-hmm. and like the government kind of as acting as a middleman <clears throat> takes that whole feeling away because like even oh, yeah. even if the government does use the money for something good i you mean you still not, feel like you're getting screwed you, yeah you don't feel like you personally did that you know right, right. whereas well, whenever you actually you know give to people and and help people it, it feels good you n- know? not to mention too like the Whatever underlining like uh, like goal that the government might have with that money, you know what I'm saying? They might be helping here, but they also might be trying to like manipulate whatever government is in place to somehow rule. You know what I'm saying? Like right. and become like you know. The There's always that some they... ulterior motive. Exactly. To what doing. Right. Like like we you so it, you know it's let, let's say the government does step in right, whether it be military or you know aid in the form of food and things like that, medical gear. You can almost guarantee that a good portion of that money is going to go to some mysterious three-letter agency that's going to be doing some sort of, you know, shush, shush, hush, hush kind of operation. Yeah. And I, I don't think, like, just to kind of circle back to our, our main point, like, it's it's none of our business. It's not our business. Right. Right. If your neighbor – and I, this is – I'm stealing this, this uh, metaphor from Dave Smith, our lord and savior – um, if, if your neighbor and his wife are in a dispute, are you going to go over there, knock on the door and try and fix their problem? No, I just turn my music up louder. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you can support, you know, if, if you're on the husband's side, you can support them, but you're not going to go over there and say, 
you know what? I think your husband's right. And that's exactly what everybody is, uh, you know, demanding the U.S. do. We go over there and and say, you know what? Shame on you, Cuban government. You shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. We're on the side of the people. Like, whether that's the stance or not, it's not not our business. You know, I think we can all probably agree that we're on the side of the people. Is that fair to say? Of course. Right. So... You know, all things considered, I think if there was some sort of GoFundMe that popped up that is, you know, voluntary kind of situation, I'd probably donate. But at the end of the day, I know I'm beating a dead horse. It's not our business. Yeah. But, I mean, but Chris makes a great point in the form of charity. Yeah, you know, I think exactly. I think when we talk about, like, libertarian utopia and, like, what we stand for and things like that, I mean, charity is a part of it, you know, like – a lot of people will say, "Well, if we if we don't tax people, then we, they spend more of it." Yeah, no, I'm saying if we don't tax people, then we won't be charitable. You know what I'm saying? Oh, the charity right. charity won't fill in the gap for the people who like need help. And so, but forth. I think the reality is, if we don't get taxed and we get to keep more of our own money, we yeah. be more charitable. Well, then that, then that's what I'd like to believe too. Yeah. you know, and, I mean, uh, you see it already. I yeah. mean, think about how many private you know charitable organizations there are. Yeah. I mean, you look at things like you know conservation. Mm-hmm. Every time. You know, you apply for a light, like, I, I, I don't know, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but a good, like, a major portion of conservation, uh, wildlife conservation comes from hunters and fishers and things like that. And, oh, yeah. you know, I, I know a lot of it comes from your state license, your hunting and fishing license, but there's also a lot of that comes from just straight up donations. Mm. And the other thing is, uh, like speaking from a purely just like economic perspective, um, when you're taking productive people's money away and using it, you know, for government purposes, you're lowering their capacity to like grow their businesses and create more wealth, which is what businesses do. They take capital and they invest it and then they expect to get more money out of out of it than what they put in. That's the whole point of, right. of business. You know, you're not going to stay in a business where you're losing money or where you're just breaking even. You're going to uh, continue to try and build more wealth off of what you can invest. So if you're taking productive people's money away, you're reducing their capacity. So if they were a- allowed to keep more of their money, they not only would they have that money, you know, just that amount of money more in their pocket – they would have that amount of money more to reinvest into whatever productive thing that they're doing, and then that would create more wealth. Yeah, that's so, a super good point. So that just creates even more money that's available to, you know, d- donate and things like that. Yep. And I, I, I know we're we're slipping slipping down the the slippery slope, but I wanted to bring up a point that uh, you made. I think it was Saturday night when we were hanging out. The government doesn't actually produce any form of goods and services so when they like you said when they take your money and they they're not producing anything no mm-hmm. right yeah so I, I can't remember the exact point you were making but yeah it's kind of you know the gist of of what i just said like it's <laughs> yeah whenever the government takes your money they're using it for an end and usually it's not a productive end. It's a we're paying for, you know, whatever things we need. It's not a we need to turn a profit off of this investment. So, you know, everything has to be uh, 
organized in Efficient. a way where we're going to make money. Yeah, right. uh, they they don't really care about making money. That's not the point. The point is, you know, the greater good or whatever they claim. <laughs> right, right. It, uh, Jason Stapleton make this makes this point a lot. Is that like the government is like a bad business partner? He doesn't do anything. He doesn't produce anything. He just takes a portion of the cut. Yeah, yeah, and that's and that's exactly what and the blows point. it exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's the point you're making. But mm. yeah, yeah, no, it's an important point. You know, yeah, yeah. I don't think it can be stre- you know stressed enough. It's just you know, and people who want to say like, oh, I you know, I pay my taxes, so I help people. It's like you don't fucking do anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just fill out a piece of paperwork, or you have an accountant do it. You you know, send money or get a little money back, but you know, that's not charity. You know, if, and sometimes you'll hear people like I've heard Joe Rogan say it a couple times, you know, people with money. It's like, you know, I'd pay more if I knew where my taxes were going. And it's like, just donate it. Yeah, just yeah, donate more. Exactly. I mean, like you could even go like I've heard, you know, liberty minded people even say like, just write a big check to the government then. You know, <laughs> but like, you know, even it, I, know, I wouldn't say that because obviously some people have like Joe Rogan says, you know, if I knew where it was going, write it to charities that you like. Yeah. Like you can do where that. You do know the money. Is and you can, that, going. that's going to yeah. be. You know, multitudes yep. uh, more beneficial than the government's money or the government programs. Any will be ever. Jesus. Yeah, I know. Little, sorry, we get a little. I'm a little. No, 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 no. I, no do that. That's that's a that's a great point. And I and I, you know, I've had multiple conversations with people who like believe in like socialism and things like that, and an idea, you know, and different ideas that talk about like taking wealth and like you know, spreading it out and helping people and they have this like good heart intention thing going on, you know, and then they're, but then they they never have ever like contributed to like an actual charity or anything Mm -hmm. of that nature, but they like the idea of it, but they like the idea of taking other people's money and doing it. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? It's it's a very different thing. It really is. It's Mm -hmm. very strange. Um, yeah. So, I mean, uh, to go back to, just like Cuba, um, oh, one is that of what the, we're still talking about. Yeah, <laughs> we we're talking about Cuba. <laughs> right, I'm just kidding. Um, so one of the things with Cuba that happened, um, well, I mean, as we all know, so I guess I'll just go back a little bit. So, so the embargo was, um, it was put into effect in '82 uh, by Reagan, and it stayed into effect. Which actually kind of surprised me. I thought it went into effect immediately after the Cuban Missile Crisis in the 60s. But I guess not. I guess it was instituted in 82. Um, and uh, so after that, it stayed into effect until 2015 when Obama started uh, taking away some of the restrictions. I think he, he took away the travel restrictions and some of the um, economic restrictions and then it was reinstated whenever uh, Trump came into office, and uh, so the the I guess the point I'm trying to make is that they, you know, there's like a lot of political forces behind this. Obviously, the Republicans don't support Cuba at all. They, you know, they hate communism, which is good, but um, it's led to them supporting basically just like the. Um, the suffering of the population like we talked about earlier uh, as opposed to the um the leaders which is who they're targeting but um 
the other thing was they so they put Cuba on a state sponsor of terrorism list. Uh, this was this happened in uh, January 2021, right as Trump was leaving office. Uh, so Mike Pompeo, who was the Secretary of State at the time, that um, yeah, he's a fucking piece of shit. But uh, <laughs> he, um, I mean, him and a bunch of the other cronies that Trump ended up having in his in his um, his administration, yeah, they, you know, he, as Dave Smith has said a bunch of times, he just he didn't know what he was doing. He he brought all these people in that are total just war hawks and. And they're just part of the establishment, even though his, you know, motto was drain the swamp. Right. Uh, he had the swamp in he his brought, cabinet. Yeah. He brought in these swamp people into his establishment and, uh, and they totally fucked up a lot of the good things that Trump was talking about, like, you know, de-escalation in the Middle East. And then next thing you know, Trump's fucking bombing Syria. Yeah. And, uh, the, and you know, yeah. And labeling, um, Cuba as a state sponsor of terrorism was another one of those things that they, you know, kind of convinced him to do. In my opinion, that he probably he probably would not have done if it wasn't for outside pressure. Um, but yeah, and it's there's similar things that happen over in the Middle East, like the the Houthis in in Yemen were labeled as state sponsors of terrorism, and it's like in the middle of a uh, huge crisis over there, so. It, you know, hampered all of the uh, medical aid and all of this stuff that could make its way over there. Now, if you're an American sending medical aid to Yemen, now you're aiding a state sponsor of terrorism. So, you know, nobody's going to do that. <clears throat> so it just kind of uh, stifles the, the flow of, of stuff that could help them. Uh, so wait, you're saying out. the government impedes on progress? Yes. Wow. Ooh. Who would have thunk? <laughs> No, those are all all a great point, Chris. It's just another reason slash, you know, uh, showing of how just, I mean, just you talking about that, like the layers of governmental uh, declarations that had to be taken out and didn't even do anything. Like in, yeah. the, in, in the grand scheme of things, right? Like they took off the travel restriction and some embargoes. Like what else is on there? Like we got a file on Cuba that like, you know, a foot thick. Of things that we just like <laughs> slap on there, like oh we can't do this, can't do that. Yeah, like, this is fucking ridiculous, man. Like, it is <laughs> ridiculous. Jeez. Jeez, I like that quote from Fidel Castro. He said, "If uh, if, oh. if if dodging <laughs> or avoiding assassinations was an Olympic sport, yeah, I'd win medal. gold medal." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we tried to assassinate him like twenty something times. Yep. Oh my god, fucking guy was. What's this we shit. <laughs> That's like I wasn't there. Yeah, I didn't try to do none of that. I'm not trying to kill nobody. Yeah, I <laughs> know yeah. it's hard to it's hard to get out of the uh, rhythm of saying that, right? Like when you're talking about the U.S. government saying we, mm-hmm. I do that all the time, and then I'm like, oh fuck, I just like cringe at it right after yeah. I say it. Yeah. Get a bad taste like, in oh, your mouth. We that implies me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but oh. I guess in a sense, this right because we pay yeah, taxes. Man, they're using our money, right? Yeah, yeah that just goes back to what we were talking about. How. They steal our money and then spend it where you wouldn't normally spend it. Yeah. I'd have a lot more uh, bourbon in my house. <laughs> a lot Shit. more cocaine and hookers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, get them, oh, get them heavy ladies over there. <laughs> oh, hey, 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 hey. What's up? Where are we going? We got more? More what? Top Heavy ladies? Oh, we got, oh. We got more of both. 
We got topics on the, uh, on top of topics. We got some thick topics. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> no, you, can, you can tell when three quarters of the bottle is gone. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that bottle. Woo! It's going. The bottle disappeared Wee. fast. It's, it's smooth, it's boy. Good. So uh, I can tell because I'm my words are getting longer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was uh, Cuba. Uh, fuck the mayor of Miami for even thinking of sending military bombs over to Cuba. Yeah, yeah, dude. Someone needs and to and, that and a lot of the mess. Over there is like, we kind of created a lot of it. Oh yeah, easily. You know, it, it, like I mean, you know, it, I, I, I can't and, say hundred percent, but well, we well, no. Our- and th- this is actually kind of going into a point I want to make is um, the fact that we intervene is like a convenient excuse for why communism didn't work. That you know, again, like oh, it didn't oh. work again, like. You know, it would have worked if, you know, America didn't step in. Yeah. So it's like just another reason why we should just fucking stay out of it. Yeah, stop right. giving them the excuse. Right. Yeah, I've seen that a lot, um, you know, online this week is like, you know, and the, it is a decent point, I guess, is like they're saying. No, Chris, it's a great point. Yeah, they're saying. <laughs> and, and honestly, it's kind of, you know, a good point whenever you think the like Cuba has been under embargo for 60 years and they still are successfully running a communist system. Yeah. So it's almost like a testament to communism in that sense. Like whenever you think about it. And so too. Yeah. You know, but, but when you say it's been working, what is that like? Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, cool. like who right. is it working for? <laughs> no, that's you a know? good point. Yeah. But I mean, it hasn't collapsed yet is what I mean. Yet. Yeah. Right. yeah. And I think maybe <laughs> right. yet one more we'll thing to add happens. to this. Is you know, if you've seen the videos that got out before they shut the internet down, um, where a lot of people trying to fight back versus the state, and they didn't have guns, they were throwing rocks yeah. and bottles. We're talking about in Cuba. In Cuba, yeah. Okay. So I mean, I mean that's a good reason. Like if you're pro, you know, the civilians of Cuba, if they had guns, I'm not saying they would win in a heartbeat, but they have a better chance, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Well, yep. you've seen that in Venezuela. Yeah. It only took them seven years. They they ban. Private ownership of firearms seven years later, and we just seen it. What was it? Uh, 2018 or 19? Yeah. When, when they had the. Crash. Yeah, they were running over their own citizens with tanks. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean. And, you know, like the argument, oh, well, you know, that, you know, what are you going to stop a tank with an M16? And it's like, no, ma- you know, maybe not, but. I'm so, stop. so what is it, so what does that mean? You, you just, oh, yeah, I'll just get run over by a tank. Dude, I'm going to tell you right now, dude, me with an M16 versus nunchucks. It's going to be different. Yeah, yeah. that's what, yeah. yeah, exactly. That's what you yeah. said last time. Bro, I'll nunchuck a tank all day. Yeah, dude. Hey, dude. Old dude. Old dude. Old dude. Input the Schmidt meme. Um, <laughs> but uh, just a little fun fact. You know, if you were in California, you couldn't even do that with nunchucks. Because <laughs> yeah. they're illegal. <laughs> oh, my God. God. They're like, hey, all all these Asian people are coming here. We've got to fucking take these off the books. Yeah. Ninjas need not apply. Yeah. Oh, uh, no. But uh, you guys want to jump over to what's the infrastructure? Yeah, I'll be yeah, honest with you. I, 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 and me and Chris were talking about it on the way over here. A lot of that shit is like political jargon, and I just got lost. No, I think we, I think we're just gonna trash it and make jokes. Yeah, so. let's just trash oh, all it. Right, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I trashing the government with the boys. Because I was just looking at it too, and I'm like, I'm like one. So in case anybody's wondering, Biden came in. I think it was he was running with it too, and a lot of presidents do this. It's like. I'm going to restart the economy 
infrastructure, redo the roads, redo the bridges, mm. you know, get that money pumping. And then, of course, <laughs> other things get put in there. I think his his bill, which is, what, 3.5? Yeah, 3. Once you add everything, trillion. Once you add everything together. I think, like, the infrastructure part is only, like, one trillion. That's the thing, is there's always a bunch of other things yeah. that get added in there that have it's nothing fucking, to do like, with infrastructure. Yeah. But I think, like, the infrastructure part itself is only one trillion, but, like, the way they have to do it, it's, like, one big plan. So, yeah. like, you section it off, and it's, like, a trillion there and a trillion there. Um, this kind of goes into, uh, not not to cut you off, that's, like, my that's like my quote, I guess. Yeah. Take, um, take, it, take, it, take a drink. <laughs> take, take away, Nick. <laughs> not not um, to cut you off. Yeah. And then yeah. to cut you off. Yeah. I'm going to cut you off. Um, to cut you off. This uh, they, they shouldn't be allowed to name these bills anything. It should be you know, HR one seven whatever you know. Insert some random number. Just like the state does. Yeah, yeah. It, it you shouldn't be able to name these things because then it gives like a facade of what is actually in this bill. Like for the instance, Patriot the Patriot Act. Act. Yeah, it, I, that's like you know the prime the example. It's one. like how could you be against the fr- the Patriot Act? Are you not a patriot? Like, it's like, you got a good yeah, and then you look into it and you, <laughs> you know, you discover that the Patriot Act allowed for, you know, some of the most egregious spying on yeah. American citizens. Speaking and, of the Patriot, I found out Nick hasn't watched the Patriot. Oh. Oh, yeah, goodness. I haven't. I know, guys. Or The Last of the Mohicans. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's oh fine. God. The, yeah. the, the Patriot. Patriot's a different story. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen, see I feel like, too, see, the, the thing is, I feel like I've seen all the important clips from it. No, no, you gotta see in order. Yeah, I know, you you're, right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. You'll cry, you'll laugh, you'll Dude, shit yourself. Well, like, I did um, cry in that movie. It's, it's hard a, not I, to cry. I described it to Nick, I said it's like Forrest Gump, it just that's, hits Alright, just to be emotion. clear, that's the one with Mel Gibson, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah where he's hiding behind the tree with the uh, tomahawk. Yeah, and then he just fucking... Yes. That's the sound tomahawks make. Yep. Um, but, uh... <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Smoking Pole Barbecue. Smoking Pole Barbecue has the juiciest, most tender smoked meats, sticky, gooey mac and cheese, and some of the creamiest, thickest, and most delicious banana pudding you've ever had. And that's just the tip of the head of pole. We at Politics on the Rocks are huge fans of Smoking Pole. I personally love it and can't go more than two days without smoking some pole. And neither can my wife. Everyone knows how frustrating it can be trying to find dinner that both you and your significant other will like. But fret not. Everyone loves smoking pole. There's nothing better than getting home from a long day of work to walk in and your wife is eager, ready, and willing for smoking pole. You'll love smoking pole. Your wife will love smoking pole. Your kids will love smoking pole. It's fun for the whole family. We're happy to announce that smoking pole is offering Politics on the Rocks listeners a whopping 30% off their first time smoking pole. There is no need to ease into smoking pole. It's best just to dive into it. Believe us, once you start smoking pole, you won't be able to stop. In addition to this introductory offer, if you can get a friend to smoking pole, they also get 30% off. So what are you waiting for? Come start smoking bowl. <laughs> so uh, yeah, with all that being said, um, I think that's this is a, a good a good place to kind of segue into um, our next topic. Uh, something that we've seen a lot, especially in 2019, 2000, well the end of 2019, all of 2020, and now you know we're we're just kind of continuing seeing it, you know 
halfway through 21 is the, you know, all this censorship. Um, and it's kind of ironic to see a lot of these major news outlets like CNN and the Associated Press and these same organizations that for the last year have been pushing for censorship are now condemning the Cuban government for censorship. So, uh, yeah, I guess we'll jump into that topic now. Um, yeah, the um, one one thing I saw was I think it was NPR that put out this uh, tweet and it was like it was talking about how, um, you know, the oh, so since the Cuban um, protests started, uh, the Cuban government has been kind of shutting down social media conversation and censoring um, a lot of things on social media, shutting down accounts and stuff. And, um, the, well, I, I guess not accounts. They've been shutting down just entire, like, social media platforms, preventing people from, from talking. And, uh, that, you know, that's kind of been a running theme in, uh, in 2020 for the U.S., which is funny because, you know, they're talking about the Cuban government, like, oh, they're so evil. They, you know, they won't let their citizens discuss yeah what's that what's that that um the tweet that is getting passed around i think it was from the associated press where they said uh oh it was the associated press i said npr yeah yeah yeah. they basically were um insinuating they they, i think the verbatim i think they said like uh like something's you know uh censoring social media or something textbook comp like textbook whatever they, they said it was a authoritarian tri- or something they said it was a tried and true method that, of yep. stifling dissent by authoritarian regimes around the world I'm like oh you mean the u.s government <laughs> uh, like yeah what have we seen for the past year just yeah. straight up authoritarian but no no no, chris it's different because it's it's for the, the safety they're a private company so they're allowed to do it right? yeah well that you know, the u.s government can't do anything wrong well we and, and, and that's an uh, I, I think if if anything good came out of this last year is it, is that um, and I, I still don't think a lot of people would like to admit it, but the air quote conspiracy theorists were pretty much right about everything in 2020. Yeah, they said that the government was colluding with so big tech to censor you know descending thoughts and you know posts. They, and now, they, and now they, we have, they denied uh, it. They denied it all 2020, and now here we are in 21. And you know, Seiki, the uh, what? What is her official White title? House correspondent? I no, she's the uh, not, the, the sec- state, not state secretary. No, that's what she is. She's a correspondent. She yeah. like goes out and talks to the media. Yeah, secretary of press is that what? Maybe. Yeah, I, she has a different title, but whatever she is, she basically confirmed that they have been working with. You know what I mean? Like. Everything that these air quote conspiracy theorists have kind of said, like, hey, this is not cool. We should kind of pay attention to this. It's like, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist, conspiracy theorist. And then seven months later, they were right. It's just like, yeah, we're sending out, you know, recommendations to uh, to the recommendations, air quote, to the uh, uh, social media companies for what type of stuff to look out for and what type of accounts to, to ban. And then she even said... She said, you know, there's no reason why if you get banned on Facebook, why you should be allowed to be on Twitter. You know, yeah. like, like if you get banned on Facebook, you should be banned from everything. So that was like, it's crazy, man. Yeah. And it's, at not, that point, it's not authoritarian when the U.S. does it, I, but if and, anybody else does it. And I think they're way overstepping what they intended to do here because this riled up a lot of uh, 
of controversy, even on from the left. People were just like, whoa, 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 what? You're saying that if I say something wrong, um, you know, on Facebook, I should just be, like, banned from the internet, basically? Yeah, that's basically what they're saying, though. Yeah, you the should just be part about banned it. from the internet. And, you know, this is, this brings up a good point that I, I feel like we're becoming the uh, the podcast that just quotes Dave Smith and Michael Malice and, you know, uh, you know other big libertarian names. But uh, this brings up a good point that... Uh, Dave Smith brought up in one of his recent podcasts. It's you know they're they're desperate, so this is like when they're the most dangerous, right? Yeah, they're, they're talking about like the establishment, the empire. Mm-hmm. So, and, and it's it's the scary part about it is is it can go either way. It can either work out in their favor, or the veil's going to slip and they're going to show their true face, and everyone's going to be like, "Oh yeah. fuck." Yeah, Isn't uh, Saki retiring? She she's the press secretary, by the way. Press right, secretary. right. Yeah, yes. Yep. Um, um, Isn't she no retiring? She I'm pretty to. sure she she's. Uh, I'm job. pretty sure she's leaving. Um, I think that. So, I think they don't last good. long. Yeah, in that but that, that job, like, unless you're what's her face, well, who was Trump's girl? She she was, was a fucking. Uh, yeah, yeah, but she was the second one, right? Yeah, she, yeah, she was the second, second or third. Even like in Saki's case or whatever, like I, like. I just would hate to have that job, no matter yeah, know, which too. side they're on. This yeah. is a horrible That's a job. losing job. Horrible job. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I guess back in May she said that she'd be stepping down. I, I don't really know when. Wow, but. that was quick. <laughs> right? <laughs> ja- oh, is it January? They February. don't last long, man. She's, I mean, yeah. she probably gets 100 memes making of her yeah, she, a day. She was going to circle back to that. So she is worry, not easy on the eyes. She's actually pretty disgusting. <laughs> I'm, I think it's going to be time for somebody else to have this job and I won't be circling back. Yeah. <laughs> is that what she said? No. That'd, that'd be, be funny. funny though, right? Her ending she, word, she's like... If she had any sense of humor, she would have said it. Yeah. yeah. But, but she, she doesn't. doesn't. No. But uh, I think it's kind of interesting Red-headed to see that to see that now they've stated that they've, you know, been putting suggestions into social media companies. So you could almost go back and kind of put your conspiracy theorist hat on and say hat. so was this their big plan all along when they were bringing google facebook into congress and you know cause at that mm-hmm. time we'd go like oh look how stupid they are they're asking the stupid questions but there's probably you know again put your simple hat on the deep state which we know is true um if you don't believe it you know it's not necessarily this you know people in a black room doing things but it's people in in positions it's a of club po- yeah positions of power that yeah. you don't vote on they get put in there by the people you vote on and they stay there forever so were they with again with the social media companies two three years ago being brought to congress to say hey these other people behind that were saying hey we're going to bring to congress you're going to get put all this on there and we're going to get connected to you now because you know again the congress people themselves are fucking idiots so there's all those videos of them looking stupid asking apple if google tracks their phone and shit like that (laughs) like you know, that's the thing, though. They're not stupid. Though they are. They, they, they are, but they're not. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like one of those things where they're like completely inept in doing the job that they're supposed to do, but everything is so calculated mm-hmm. that a lot of times you don't even know it's calculated. No, I think they're you all know? they're all George W. Bushes, pretty much, <laughs> where they're just idiots and they get someone to tell them what to do when it comes I, down I to it. I could agree with that for the most part. Yeah, yeah. But they're obviously going to be outliers who like. I would say AOC is probably not an idiot. Even though she says stupid things, she's very smart when it comes to like getting people behind her. And yeah, but again, I'm just trying to say, was that their whole plan when they brought those companies to Congress back then? 
to get in bed with him now. So when s- mm-hmm. now again we have proof that they're connected to him. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, that's kind of the way it usually works, right? Is like, um, you know, so, like social media is this industry that just kind of popped up in the last few decades, and it has it was yet to be harnessed by government until recently and um and we've seen what's happened so far but while it's like uh kind of behind the scenes so you can only imagine what would happen whenever it's just like out in the open where um the government has control of social media and i i don't think that uh people who own these social media websites and stuff are really i don't think they really have a disincentive to get affiliated with the government because i think it and we talked about this in uh, an episode before where we were talking about um like, what was it social media censorship that we were talking about uh i, I don't think we but, uh, i mean we talked about um, like DeSantis signing a law yeah. yes exactly yeah, yeah. so oh, that's probably yeah, and yeah, yeah so the thing that happens is that these people want to keep their their place at the top of the social media pyramid mm-hmm. you know and so they aren't opposed to being regulated by government because that means that they get in with mm. the powers that be and they become the people that are in right. charge of that industry uh and that's kind of what happens with all of the other industries where, uh, you know, like oil and medicine and all these things where these companies, they don't mind being regulated by the government because then they're the only ones that can do it. Exactly. And and, and then, you know, it creates, they, they, you know, in the sense of like a, like a big car company or something like that, it creates a barrier to entry, entry for other people. Bingo. uh, That's the biggest part. So, So like when you, when we start talking about these social media companies, you have to start saying, like, wait a second. Why would they be in favor of something that would potentially impede their business? Well, like- th- that and also, like, wait, and what I am looking at, is that crony capitalism? I mean, yes. like, and exactly right. right. It's, it's no longer, like, because I know we defended them on some level saying, okay, well, this is a private business. But is it really a private no. business? Right. Not it's anymore like, when not the really. is not really dictating when, exactly, who you're right. censoring. And, exactly. Yeah. Which, so is, that's, that's, which is that's what like we a, got from the White White House press secretary. She yeah. said that they're sending out you know memos to uh, to social media for and, that. and that blows that whole argument out of the water. Exactly. So let's like make that statement right now. When you're not a private business, like our libertarian views do not go towards that. No. Like if you're if you're into that sort of like capital crony capitalism, where you're like interlude inter uh, excuse me colluding, colluding with the government. You're no longer a private business. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It, it, that's garbage. I don't want to be any part of that kind of thing. Yeah. You know? Um, I mean, not not to get all, you know... Um, Just go there. And not, all, not to get all Antifa on you guys, but, like, that's what fascism was, is, is it's a kind of a veneer of private industry, but right. in the background, it's really the government that's controlling it all. Right. So they, you know, they basically pretend that these businesses are owned by private owners and they're you know it's all private industry but really they're all their terms their uh and all their actions are determined by government i think i think it's safe to say at this point you could say it's not that, quite to that extent yet but right but I, I i think it's safe to say at this point you could uh because i think we could all a- anybody you know with some gray matter between their ears can say that 
in America, we do not have a free market capitalist society. No. I think we no. can all agree that we have a capitalist society. Or corporatist society. Right. That's yeah, yeah, that's what I would call it. Right. So I think it's fair to say that you could basically call a corporate a corporatist system of economics you could almost relate that to modern day fascism in a sense. Right? Yeah. It's like a soft fascism. Right. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. So you know. And, you know, then that's to say, too, like, when people go, you know, say, well, oh, capitalism is a garbage system, whatever, it produces this kind of thing. It's like, wait a second. If you're going to say that socialism hasn't been tried and whatever, like, has capitalism, like, true free market capitalism been tried? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it, so there's something to be said I about would that. say that, that, you know, back in maybe... I think it has the been 40s tried. and 50s. Right. I'd say we were closer to a free market capitalist society. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. I think uh I think World War 2 was what kind of really well I guess that'd be I mean know, I was that, around that'd be a little bit that. before that but I mean, that was when, you know, uh the 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 you know, the estab- the empire found out how much money was in war, how much money was in, you know, those kinds of things and that's when they really dug their teeth into you know the bigger companies in America, and well, because you got to look at it from you know as the government, what's easier to control the ten thousand major corporations that make up you know a little over half the world economy, or the five hundred million or whatever it is small businesses that make up the other half, right? So mm-hmm. obviously they're going to side with the bigger companies because it's easier to control a less number of people. True. That control, mm-hmm. you know, the half. If you want to control half the economics, it's easier to control the the ten thousand than it is the whatever hundred thousand. Yeah, you're saying like the bigger companies. Yes. Yeah. 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 Because mm. what? How, how many? How many small businesses are in America? I know we talked yeah. about this the other day. Yeah. So like over, it's like, I think it's forty percent of like, all the all the country's economics is from small businesses, and then the other fifty two percent is from the. The minority, basically, yeah, yeah. the ten thousand corporations. But if you look at the breakdown of corporations versus small business, uh, it's like over ninety eight percent of the businesses in America are classified as small businesses. Yes, yeah, yeah, yep. So obviously, if you want to keep control of the economy, it's way easier to control two percent than it is to control ninety eight percent. And that's why you right. see, you know, a major, basically, a war on small businesses. Yeah, they want to centralize all of the business so that it's easier to, you know, scoop it up, control it. Yep. Especially the businesses that, like, deal in propaganda. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Yeah, media and things like that. Exactly. Right, yeah. Yeah, that's been very apparent that the social media companies are a huge, like, high-value prize for them. They want to control that because you control the social media nowadays. That's That's the town square. That's, that's the newspaper, that's where people, right? Yeah, that's where people get their information. Exactly. So you control that. You control the narrative. You exactly. control. Well, what, what was that quote from? Uh, I think he was like a KG, like a you know one of the heads of the KGB back in the day. Something along the lines of like, if you control the yeah. media, what was it? I don't remember his name. I th- I think it was like Nikolai something. Um, let me look it up. I'll look it up. I got the computer here. While you guys are looking that up, I'll just say... Oh, Yuri Benzimov. Yes, Yuri. If uh, right. if Tom was still around, 
he wouldn't bend the knee to the government. So who? Oh, Tom. Tom because because Tom, Tom, MySpace. Because Tom is your friend. MySpace. Yeah, he was yeah. our he was our one friend. He was our first friend. First mm-hmm. friend. Yep. And now we have a robot on a jet ski. YouTube video. We don't need that. Yeah, with sunscreen like all over his yeah. face, down his ass crack. Pure zinc. Just here to, uh, the, Did you see that Fourth of July video he posted, where he's like on one of those like surfboards that has like a like a piece that goes I don't know what they're called like a it's, propeller under it. Yeah, it looks like a surfboard, but it's like on a shaft that goes down oh, yeah. into the yeah. water. I don't know what they're called. A shaft, you say? Yeah, it's got a shaft. I know on what it. you're talking about. But cool. he's riding on it and he's holding an American flag and just like fucking like <laughs> just like surfing it, and he looked like such a fucking like goober robot fucking idiot it was ridiculous i, I encourage no, you guys I, to go to like zuckerberg's instagram okay. and just look at this video it's, i was like i don't even know what you're talking about and i'm pretty but. sure in the background is playing i'm proud to be an american <laughs> some shit like that yeah. oh lord <laughs> and bend my knee to the government smoking meats you ever seen that video smoking meats smoking meats but no. he's out here smoking meats he says smoking meats like seven thousand times <laughs> in a 10 minute long video smoking meats you got that quote yet nick He's got so many good quotes. I'm like trying to find the exact one. So that guy Yuri Benzimov did like a full interview on. He was a defector, but he was a KGB defector. Yeah, and he he basically just disclosed a lot of the KGB's tactics when it comes to destabilizing the U.S. and um, like spreading Marxism and things like that. And um, I mean, it's a really eye-opening video because. like most of the things he says, it just draws parallels to exactly what our government is doing today. Yeah, and he um, and this was in the seventies. He was saying yeah, all this. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, no, it's a great video. I definitely encourage people to look it up on. It's on YouTube, full length video. Um, yeah, yeah, he's got so many good quotes. It takes and, and it I, takes from fifteen to twenty years to demoralize a nation. This is the minimum number of years required to educate one generation of students. The demoralization process in the United States is basically complete already. And this was uh, back in the 70s. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, you know, with all this talked about, you know, obviously we know now the government's sending over slips of what we want to see from Facebook and Twitter and all that stuff, you know, that might co-align with all that fact-checking we started to see a year ago now kind of pop up. Um, you know, obviously they say the third party fact checkers, who knows really, I think some people have kind of gone after them and try to find out who these people are and they're connected to some things that would seem to make them biased to certain things. But, uh, you know, we, as the people, you know, kind of bring this back. We do have power. Obviously it's very hard because, you know, like has mentioned Facebook's Twitter. These are the legacy social media companies currently where they've been around the longest they're the biggest still. But, you know, you know, if, if, if they got flack from the government and this is why they're doing it to appease them, cause like you guys stated, you know, okay, we'll appease the government this way because we don't want to get any more regulation, regulation, or we just, you know, we want to stay around. We'll, we'll be the good guys and, you know, then they can regulate and we'll be at the top, you know, and that'll be cemented there and we don't have to, you know, worry about anything, anybody dethroning us, you know, again, but we as the people, you know, cumulatively had the power to be like, Hey, Facebook, this is pretty fucked up that, you know, the Biden administration or, or even the Trump administration is sending you notes at the end of the week saying, this is what we're looking for. You know, 
censor this or you know make sure you put your fact checkers or who knows what this is doing but you know make sure that your fact checkers are looking at this kind of information censoring this stuff like Mm. you know this is something we can also you know we have to get mad at the government because fuck the government but at the same time the whole point of a you know like i said it's not a free market but the whole point of open market and a free market is we vote with our wallets or we vote with our time when it comes to social media and our usage and that's something that we can do obviously it's very hard you know you can say start a new facebook start a new twitter people have tried Mm -hmm. Can we, it work? Of course, but it takes well, time. Well, we saw it just happen uh, whenever, you know, the election happened. There oh. was a few alternative social media websites that came out. That Parler, yeah. Yeah, Parler. That, that's what it was. And, um, yeah, I mean, it was on a Amazon server. And, uh, yep. obviously, the government has their hands tied in with Amazon. And um, next thing you know, Parler just gets deleted off of the Amazon server. Yep. Yeah. Don't, so, so I don't think I don't understand about that is – that's where like, Amazon makes all their money, pretty much. Uh, it's like a majority share of their money. Web comes hosting? From, yeah, web hosting. Like, oh. I've used it before in companies I've worked with in the past. You know, it's very easy. It's awesome. Yeah. But that can't be the only web hosting place to go. No, there's a ton of them. So I don't understand why Parler's... I mean, isn't, isn't GoDaddy? Isn't that what that was? It's like more of a website. So like, the thing about website hosting, mm-hmm. but it's like small. So like, the thing about Amazon, it's like as much server room as you need or server space. So they have their own dedicated yeah. servers whereas they, other like uh like GoDaddy, they wouldn't have like as much space to uh, go right. forth yeah okay as, as far as i can tell that's the nice thing about it when we used amazon i'm not a big tech guy so i don't yeah. understand me, a me lot either of I'm, shit. I'm bare bones but there's gotta be another place in the market to bring parlor that's i've never looked into it so who knows maybe there's something going around it but i don't understand why they weren't able to get another server host that was similar to amazon to go back up i I, right. I thought they did end up getting back up are they? And it's just... I, I don't know. That's I, I remember seeing that they got back up, and then I, you know, it's like it just fell off the face of the earth. I haven't heard anybody talk about it in parlor. Yeah, uh, yeah. I have no. All idea. Right, let me look. Let me look. Yeah, kind of died. It's it it like mission accomplished. George Bush on the aircraft carrier. Mission accomplished. <laughs> Says it's on Google Play. Parlor social social talking. Yeah, it's still it's still up. It got it got back up somehow. See, it's right here. I'm pretty sure I haven't. I mean, well, that's totally there. different, though, isn't it? Doesn't it look totally different? Yeah, well, no, that's it right there. So oh, yeah, that memory. logo looks. Yeah, normal. I don't know that website you just went to though. It was like all rainbow and shit. Yeah, that's what. Oh, I maybe that's on. what they did to like appease the. Oh wait, no, here it is. I spelled <laughs> it wrong. This is it, right? It's a P- oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. So it still exists, but I don't know. So one just gave up on it, I guess. Yeah, I mean, yeah. so I guess if you didn't think Parler was still a thing, it still is. So I guess we could use that. Yeah. I mean, small movements. Um, so I guess another, I guess we can go into a, a different topic that I have here, which is uh, how uh, Anthony Sabatini, the um, the representative out of Florida, is uh, proposing to ban the Capitol Police from operating in Florida. Uh, they want to establish a kind of like a satellite office in uh, Tampa. Because and I, I'm pretty sure I saw a quote saying that the reasoning was that there's a lot of extremists in Florida. <laughs> I can count four. What up, player? They got that um, one personally, but um, <laughs> they're all at this table. Yeah, <laughs> every single one of them. Yep. But um, yeah, so they're uh, it's that is just crazy to me. You know, the Capitol Police, the the police that is tasked with protecting the U.S. Capitol. 
they're using them as a government strong arm. Yeah, what, a thousand miles away from Florida? Yep, and they're they're trying to disperse them across the country as uh, basically fucking narcs uh, yep. to, uh, you know, keep an eye on people within the state. And, uh, and this comes back to what we were saying earlier where, you know, with the gun laws, your state, your county, they can do whatever they want, but federal agents, if they come in, they can enforce those federal laws. So, you know, if Florida says... We're not pursuing any, um, any, you know, prosecutions against people who are considered to be extremists by the federal government, you know, without proper evidence and things like that. Right. But now but, you have a federal now agency. You, now you have a Capitol Police office in Tampa that can, uh, kind of work enforce, under the federal laws. Yeah. They can enforce some of those things without, uh, without state oversight or anything like that. Uh, so that that definitely raises some serious concerns uh, for Floridians if the Capitol Police is here. It's, I mean, it's literally a fucking Gestapo force. Yeah, it, it's just yeah, it's us. just another example of the government broadening their tentacles into basically whatever the fuck they want. Mm. And and like you were, you know, like you and I were talking about, they fall under that kind of weird classification where they don't have to abide by. Freedom of Information Act requests. Right. So whenever uh, – so the FOIA requests are a common way of getting information out of the CIA, the FBI, the NSA. And it's a, a way that American citizens have found out about a lot of the transgressions that those agencies have perpetrated against American citizens. But the Capitol Police, uh, as far as I've heard, I'm, I'm – Honestly, not a hundred percent on this. I didn't do like a extensive amount of research, but supposedly they're exempt from FOIA request requests because they're not like a, I don't know, like an official three letter agency. Like they were never expected to expand past the Capitol. That's the whole point of the Capitol Police. Um, so using them as a Gestapo force is pretty smart from their point of view. I think they, uh, kind of foresaw that but um yeah everything i'm reading right here says that they are exempt from foia yeah so it's that's incredibly concerning is yeah uh, you have they're expanding their tentacles across the whole continent and there's nothing we can do about it and whatever they do you don't get to find out we don't get to find out how they did it why they did it yep if there's legitimate reasoning behind why they did it. Yeah, just arbitrary terrorist labels. Yep. Jeez. Which, yeah. you know, the U.S. government loves, loves uh, you know, anything in the name of terrorism seems to be something that everybody can rally behind. Regardless yeah. of if it's true terrorism or just, you know, like you said, an arbitrary label they're giving to basically anybody with a descending thought. Mm. Yeah, it really, I mean... One of the things that I hope this um, this whole recent uh, spat with the federal government teaches people is that, you know, so they're willing to label just Americans as terrorists arbitrarily. So what do you think they've been doing with Middle Easterners this whole time? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you, if, I mean, if, if you were to kind of flip your perspective and <clears> – <throat> Put yourself in their shoes. I'd argue that I'm not going to use "we" because I know that's a triggering word for Chris. <laughs> I'd argue that the U.S. government 
is a terrorist in most cases with our involvement in other countries. Yeah, I mean, that's I mean, why the militias that's how I would see get brought up was, yeah. in those states, mm-hmm. or, you know, in other countries, because yeah. they see the American government over there as a terrorist group. Right. Well, and and th- uh, there was a report that came out, uh, I think, in 2017, that basically outlined the fact that most of these, air quote, religious extremist groups that, you know, we now know as terrorists – most of them aren't really even that religious. A lot of them don't practice a lot of the, uh, you know, devout religious beliefs. For example, a lot of like, you know, ISIS, you know, they, they were labeled a, a religious extremist group, right? A lot of them don't even practice the most basic, you know, religious things like, you mm-hmm. know, you can't drink, you can't do, you know, what, whatever, the, you know, they do. Yeah, that was a huge, uh, complaint from, you know, people in the Middle East, they're like, these ISIS guys are, are, they're claiming to be like the, you know, true Islam religion, but most of them aren't even religious at all. They, they actually just want to just kill people. Like that's just their, yeah. Which is, you know, that's one of the reasons why so many Americans support us being over there and killing these guys is because they're just monsters. They, mm-hmm. they really are. Well, yeah, but, they made it easy, right, when they were filming right. people and cutting people's throats, right? Yeah, just yeah. locking I people mean, in cages and dunking yeah. them in the water and drowning them. Yeah, and I mean, like I mean, we, I mean, I think Americans want justice, right? And I don't think that's wrong. Mm-hmm. But like, I, I, it, but it's all blowback, right? Well, hold, yeah, I, mean, that, that, I, I want to go into that. I want to go yeah, into yeah. that. So, like, I mean, in simplest terms. You know, jeez, man, what what are these bugs? Um, it's Florida, baby, summer, yeah. baby. Yeah, that's it. But anyway, baby. But if you, in simplest terms, right? Say you're a young boy, right? And then you're playing outside, and I'm just kind of painting a picture here. But a bomb goes off and it blows up your aunt's house, and now she's dead. Your grandma's dead. Your mom was also in that house. You're gonna align yourself with those religious. Air quote. Okay, you groups. you look you look at Americans as the enemy. Yeah, right. And, and you that, just find someone who wants to align to yourself with, inflict damage on them. Exactly. Right? So you look at it, okay, we're we're ISIS. We hate Americans. We kill Americans. I hate Americans too because they taken everything that I had. They took everything from. They me. They took everything from me. Yep. It's, you don't you don't have to be religious to be like I have. Uh, a sense of revenge in my heart, yeah, and yeah. I want to kill the. I want to attack the people who attacked yeah. me and take everything from me. So mm-hmm. you know, religious or not, you know, I mean, I I know people have their own views about that, but when you just blowing up and carpet bombing a country and you start, I mean, this is what you should expect. This is yeah. the blowback. Yeah, when yeah. you blow up people's families. I mean, I'm they're sorry, com- man. They're gonna, they're coming. But, for you. I'm sorry, but if you if you were to do that in this country, it would be the same way. Yeah, or yeah. any country for that yeah. example. You don't blow up people's families. Yeah, and yeah. and and that was that that was kind of the point I was I was getting to, and I'm I'm glad you you went in on that because that that was the point I was trying to make. You know, a lot of these air quote religious extremist groups don't even really practice the religion. Yeah, it's just that. Like you said, They're we've pissed. been bombing the fuck out of them for the last 50, 60 years. They're tired of it. They're going to align themselves with whoever has common in common interests, you know, in the regards to attacking America, whether they agree with the religious aspect or not. That's why you see most of these extremist terrorist religion groups 
don't uh, they aren't practicing practicing religion. It's just they fucking hate us because of everything we've been yeah. doing there. Yeah, I mean, and like, and so to speak on behalf of my people. <laughs> You know, like you said that earlier, and I'm like, well, who the fuck is he talking about? No, I'm just talking about the church. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I figured that but out. I, I mean, I mean, we, Cameron's we, part of the Catholic Church, so <laughs> Cameron's part of the Branch Davidians. No, but I mean, I mean, uh, <laughs> no, I mean, we want to look at them like it's a, it's, a, it's a religious like war, right? Like, like they're doing this as a product of like what they believe, and I think probably that is true on some on some level, but like it can be brought to just a very simple term, like I just said. When you start blowing up people's families, they hate you. Yeah. I mean, and you can't entirely blame them for that. No. Nope. Right? And the solution is stop blowing up their people. The, the, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, well, yeah, like you said, you know, you got to look at how did we get there <laughs> because we have this interventionist policy. Yeah, exactly. So that's why, to circle back to our first topic, we need to fucking let Cuba figure it out and yeah. not get involved. Stop being an empire. Yeah, yeah. Worry about what's going on because we ain't looking too good right now, boys and girls. Mm. <laughs> well, and that's um, I think that's kind of what happens whenever empires start to die. They start to lash out and uh, just kind of like establish their it's like dominance. The death throes of the empire. You know, they um, they just start to just freaking like throw their influence all over the place because they're just concerned about the fact that they're losing influence yeah and so they're trying to regain it somewhere and and it it exacerbates the whole thing and they don't see that but because they're so used to the fact that they could just lash out and then people will like step in line but once it reaches yeah once it reaches a certain point where a large part of your population doesn't back you anymore and they you know see you for what you are which is a war criminal <laughs> um that it, it backfires on you very quickly yeah i think not to jump all the way back to our first topic but since we were talking about you know the interventionist oh jeez yeah you know what i'm talking about <laughs> it's getting towards the end of the yeah. podcast ladies you know yeah, at the end of the bottle, bottle left, yeah the end of the bottle the end of the podcast yeah our but, words uh, are starting to get longer we've uh every now and then or I think most episodes we try to bring up some type of, you know, what would we like to see or, you know, what's the solution we see? You know, it comes to Cuba, which, again, brings into the whole us being an empire thing. I love to see instead of a mayor come up and say, hey, let's bomb them. Someone to say, you know, who's a political in political office. Hell, it could be Nikki Freed. They not (laughs) say, you know, hey, let's not worry about Cuba. Let's not do anything. Let's give them back Guantanamo Bay and just leave them alone. Like, why do we still have that piece of land? Like, yeah, that is, point. like, that is, like, that's just a like, pure evidence. We're the empire. But no, it's pure. It's a pure evidence of our imperial history and our empireness that's still there. No, yeah, it's hilarious that this country that we've cut off all ties with, and we, you know, we don't even allow, you know, you can't even buy cigars from them. Damn it, you can't even buy a goddamn cigar from them. Um, but, um, and we have a military base there. We have a, I mean, pretty much inter, I'm pretty sure it would be considered internationally illegal, uh, that's, that's detainment why facility. That's why it's over there, not here. Yeah. <laughs> um, we have a, you know, our, basically our most high profile detainment facility where all the worst of the worst of the terrorists that we catch go there. Supposedly. Uh, we have it in this country where we don't even talk to them. 
Mm-hmm. And, and uh, we control. And it all started, by the way. They so they started a um, an agreement after the Spanish American War. The U.S. took control of that piece of land, and they were going to pay them two thousand dollars in gold coins, two thousand dollars worth of gold coins every year for that uh, piece of land, which at the time was you know decent amount. And then um, whenever FDR stopped the gold standard in the 30s, then it turned to 4000 uh, U.S. dollars per year. And that agreement has not changed. We're still paying them 4000 U.S. dollars <laughs> per year for this piece of land. Oh, and, I mean, there's nobody that's going to tell us that we can't do that, right? Yeah, right. The U.S. government can't do that, sir. Yeah, I I think it was just we, we. No, and then again, it's you know you can kind of even tie that into the Capitol Police trying to come here. It's like, yeah, we're all United States, but United States is a republic. You know, it's made up of states that are separate, but you know, supposed to be at least. You know, Mm -hmm. things have gotten pretty muddy and gray. Yeah, over the last hundred years, (laughs) but uh. So it's when it comes to now federal police trying to come into this Florida state, it's just like, you know, why why are they coming here? They're just like, why are we in Guantanamo Bay? Like, this just should not be happening. Mm-hmm. You know, it, Florida's not in a place to spare, one, where they need help. And if they did, they could probably reach out to another state, right? We don't need Daddy D or, no, when it comes to Donald Trump, Daddy D mm-hmm. or even. So many Daddy D's. Or daddy, daddy, Mr. Sleep Sniff Girls guy, oh Joe God. Biden, you know, coming over here. It's <laughs> Sleepy just, Joe. It's just, you know, it even shows that in every level of agency, in every level of government we have, we have this empire mentality where it's like we need to expand. We need to make sure we're controlling areas. We need to make sure that we have our hands in everything. And it's just fucking disgusting. Like, <laughs> I like uh, I like Mr. Sleep as like a super villain name for Joe Biden. <laughs> Joe Biden, <laughs> Mr. Sleep. He's just always fucking like pilled out, <laughs> sleeping. I don't know where he is. I can't wait until like he's just like straight like meat puppet, <laughs> just fucking being tangled, tangled in. I'd argue he's been Bernie's. there for the past year. I mean, he's getting close. I would too, man. <laughs> I said I said he makes it no more than two years, so we'll see. Yeah. I mean, we're we're what we're only se- seven months in. Yeah, dude, it, he's. I feel like he's gotten worse since. Yeah, uh, no shit. No, oh, for sure. It, like his mental capacity has visibly gotten worse since inauguration day. Yeah, I like I like how like the left looks at it like, oh, it's not happening. It's like that guy is close to death. If it was yeah. anybody he else, a you'd be like, like, he is lost his damn mind. He's a grandpa. He's not. Like, it's uh, it's actually kind of funny because a lot, like most of the people that I know on, you know, Instagram and all social media who were like really into the Biden campaign and everything, like while it was happening, none of them are saying anything. I know. Of, this is of, something ever I go since, hard on. on ever since media. he, so they've, so I mean, these people I'm talking about, they were people that, you know, posted political shit, like, every other day. Just know? just for that, that three and, months leading up to the election. Though. Right. And then as soon as uh, Biden is elected, all of a sudden these people aren't saying shit. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's pretty evident why you're, you know, hiding in your fucking corner because your boy – is fucking retarded. Hey, man. <laughs> not, not only is he retarded, uh, you know, a lot of these people that you're speaking of that, you know, 
I I've been really critical of on on my personal social media, uh, Instagram specifically. Like you said, they they were they were all about the Biden administration, and a lot of them were even saying, you know, and and this was probably a bigger point with the whole George Floyd thing, because um, that that seems to be the only thing that you know these uh, these newly politically woke people wanted to talk about was racial injustice. Even after he got elected for a short time, they were all okay. You know, now that you know our air quotes our guy is in. We can't stop here. We're going to hold him accountable, this, that, the <laughs> other. And it's like you look at everything that he's done so far and it all – it goes – excuse me. It goes completely against everything that they were pushing for and it's nothing but crickets from them. You know, they did – they're not holding him accountable like, you know, they said that they would. Not not that I expected that they would but – And even if they tried, like what the fuck are you going to do? He's just going to do what he wants to do. Like yep. you, you can't – it's like a – it's like people who get like in a relationship with someone and like they're just absolutely horrible and they just think that they're going to change them. You Stockholm know? syndrome. And that's that's exactly how I see these people that um believe st- like still believed in Biden. They're like, it's like oh, close- you know, for the past 40 years he's been pushing, you know, crime bills, he's been, you know, pushing all sorts of stuff that puts more black people right, in jail. Right, that disproportionately affects all this stuff. black people. But you know what? We can change them. <laughs> no, you fucking can't, you fucking idiot. Well, I don't even think it was that they they said they wanted to change him. They just heard his messaging and were like, "Oh, well, he's saying this, so that's must yeah. be what he's well, about." Yeah. But it's like you look at the past 45, 50 years his track record, none of that insinuates that he was ever about anything that he said he was. <laughs> or like, it's same thing with Kamala Harris. Yeah. It's like, but they evolved. Yeah. Which could be true, people? but the people, be true. Are, the people around them could don't. be true. The guy doesn't even fucking know where he is. No. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. I mean, you did what you. That's what you believed in. Yeah. No. Or yeah. you don't believe in anything. You're not principled, and you just do whatever. Well, yeah. which I think is the biggest part of exactly. what the left is. You know what most of the left is. So there's hold no on. principles. All right, where are we at? Because I think we're. I don't know. I thought we were on a good tangent. Okay, Why'd you fuck us up? No, nope, you ruined it. I did. No. I don't know. Maybe you did. Maybe you didn't. <laughs> uh, no, I was just gonna say that you know, even if he did change, and you know, he's a better, you know, better in the sense of like, you know, he's like lighter on crime and all that. Doesn't mean, but he's not though. But no, but true. But even if he was, doesn't mean the people around him are, and they're the ones that make the decisions, right? Like, again, like yeah, you the people always uphold this, you know, the president as like the man who like makes all these decisions, right? And like, unfortunately, now yes, he has executive power, which has been abused and abused more and more over the past like. 30 years but still like he, the president gets controlled like look at trump yeah he's not a politician but when he got in office he didn't know what the fuck to do he put people in there who were the same people with bush and same people with clinton who just towed him around made him do all these things yeah just keep posting on twitter and do all that well we'll, we'll take care of the yeah, actual we'll, work and fucking nothing happened yep and if you think the same thing can happen to biden if you wanted to do better things i mean the man Fucking probably thinks he's smelling his niece half the time. Yeah, man. It's a weird, weird, weird and dark path we have been heading down. Yep. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yep. 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 I feel like we're the uh, uh, fucking king of hill right now. Like, yep. 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 Mm-hmm. 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 Yep. yep. 
Yeah. God no, dang I, old man, old dang old Bobby man, old dang old man. I swear to God, I'm dang old Bob Biden man. I'll tell you what, man, old dang old man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. A lot of good points. Yeah. We're uh, we're at an hour and 42. Yeah. Um, I think we made our point. Yeah, I don't know. Is there anything else we really <laughs> want to talk about? I mean, we could, like, keep ranting about all kinds of stuff. Yeah, but, but I think we yeah. covered pretty much everything. Yeah, I think we covered the stuff. I don't want to go into too many too different yeah. topics, you know. But uh, Yeah, that was pretty good. I, th- I feel like all those topics kind of... Uh, you know, meshed together in a way. We kind of came back to a few other ones. Yeah. I agree. We talked about before. Yeah, I kind of like when we um, kind of organically go off on, you know, I, I know it's good that we stay on topic most of the time, but I love organically going off. <laughs> yeah. It's probably my favorite way to go off. <laughs> yeah. But no, I like when we kind of <laughs> organically go into these tangents. Like, obviously, you know, we don't talk much about federal level stuff, but I think it was kind of, I like when we, go off on those tangents and we kind of bring it into the bigger picture kind of stuff. And right now the Florida uh, legislation isn't out, isn't in, what's it called? Session? Session. So mm-hmm. there's not a lot going on on that stuff either too. I, I wish a- they were in secession. That would be sweet. Oh, Yeehaw! <laughs> That's episode 12 where we talk about the secession of the United <laughs> yeah. States. National divorce. Let's go. Into the five. Into I'm the, about it. The five republics. I think we'd be fucked because I think that's when you know China would step in. But <laughs> fuck that, dude. We're with Texas. Eh. We're in the South, dude. You think China could fuck with this? You seen these guns? <laughs> yeah, man. Boy. We, we got we get all to the guanas and get some C four put in the back. Yeah, get yeah. them. Let's strap some C four in the back of the iguana, dude. Did you see? So I saw a video of like in South Florida this golf course. Oh yeah, and this guy just walks <laughs> oh, through yeah. the golf course and all these iguanas are just fucking sprinting across the like golf course. Like hundreds of them, yeah. dude. It's insane. Like, the iguanas are too. taking over it's South like, Florida, dude. It's like a scene from Jurassic Park. Apparently, that's what I was thinking. Bro. Apparently, they're tasty. I've eaten, I have eaten iguana. Have you really? Yeah, yeah. What, what do you eat? The tail, right? No, you eat everything. So how is it? You so like they have it? that much meat? Yeah. So when I was in uh, Nicaragua, uh, uh, down, I was like real remote. Down south, down river. Oh like, yeah, he along. was like like you traveled by boat in a muddy river, dude. Yes. No, bro, it was wild. We took a plane, okay, all right, to Nicaragua. Then we took another plane. To a place called Wasp Palm, and then they, then we got on a boat and drove two and a half hours to, like the most remote place with the mosquito in, people, right? Awesome. Yeah, yeah, Mos- what they're um, mosquito Indians, yeah. So yeah. that's um, fucking awesome, dude. Oh, dude, I mean, it's like it was Surreal. awesome, but super, super remote. Okay, so mm-hmm. uh, organization that I work with, we, we we built schools down there. Um, Again, the church doing the things government can't do. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Uh, it, Not can't do. Hey, refused to do. Was it the right. church or was it the uh, the Clinton Foundation. I can't forget which one uh, you're part of. I don't work for the Clinton oh, okay. Foundation. Sorry. <laughs> so, you you're know. not smuggling kids out of Haiti? Yeah, no. Uh, but but anyhow, so we were like way down there, you know? And everybody's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, okay, the word is cockamook. Cockamook. Which I thought <laughs> was a great word, right? That's um, a great word. Cock yeah. and poop? No. Co- oh. <laughs> no, I know, I know. I heard you. I'm just Cockamook. Oh, I'm getting a, I got a burp. What uh, does it mean? It means iguana. Oh, okay, cockamook. Yeah. Cockamook. Yeah. Oh, so you're eating cock down there? No, well, cockamook. Well, that makes sense because I heard the iguanas like one of the major things that they do is they just shit all over the place. Yeah. 
and they like clog their stuff up. Like they live like in pools and just like yeah. clog up all the equipment. Well, I mean, th- these people like Anyways. it's like it's like a good meal. Like, yeah, iguana is like oh you got an iguana. Was like, it tasty? Oh the, okay. Anyway, so long story short, I found somebody to find me one right. Because, I mean, you'll be, like, walking down the street, like, in, like, the little township that we were in. And uh, we actually went even further remote from Did you wear shoes the... or did you get, like, really in the spirit and walk around? No, no, no. Foot? I wore shoes, bro. I wore yeah, shoes. There's a lot of crazy diseases, yeah. right? No, yeah. yeah dude. You go swimming and then you can't hear for three days. I'm not. I'm, I'm wearing <laughs> shoes. But, uh, but anyways, like, you, you'll be walking on the street and there'll be, like, iguanas, like, hand tie, you know, like, hog tie, like, just alive. Just, like, <laughs> like you just, like, walk up and, like, buy, like, a six what? foot, like, iguana. They're alive? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, fresh, fresh or right? Yeah, you don't have to put them on ice if they're alive. Not that they would put it on ice, anyways. But um, <laughs> anyway, so I found there a guy. No ice. I found a guy when Shit. we were down river. I found a guy, and he. I'm like, hey man. I'm like, hey. I'm like, I'm. You know, I want to buy everybody an iguana. I want to. I want to. I want to see what it tastes like. You know, and so they 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 brought me back a, like like two iguanas, and uh, the ladies cooked it up and everything. And so we had dinner. We had iguana, and. Uh, it was like so. Don't tell me it tastes like chicken. I'll slap you. No, no, no. I wouldn't say it tastes like chicken. It kind of tastes like chicken. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But uh, but uh, they made it like in a stew, which like I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, like if you were to look in this like like a pot, you know, if you will. I mean, it looked like something you would see like in Halloween. I mean, it was it was green. You know what I'm saying? What? And uh, the one I so got it's got a lot of like vegetables in yeah. there, probably. Yeah. No, it had iguana in it, but uh, <laughs> so but do they I, leave the skin on? Uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they cut, they like section it. They like cut it like the legs. Oh, off. okay. So they like quarter and they it or like something. take out all the all the garbage. Innards, right. And if you're lucky, you get one that's pregnant. Yeah, yeah. If you get one that's pregnant, you get the egg sacs and you get mm. all the eggs in it. So you have like this stew that has like eggs in it and like pieces of iguana oh. like floating in it, dude. My. And you, and you grab it and you just you go to town. And it's like real dark, kind of greasy, like almost like duck. That reminds okay. me of yeah. um, of lobster. Like whenever you know you get like a lob, like a female lobster that has the eggs in it. Well, you're not supposed to keep those though. I've never heard of that. No, like dude, when you eat lobster, like there's it, the female lobsters have like eggs and like. People just fucking like eat them straight up, like out of like caviar. Like after you, after you cook the but lobster, but it's probably like caviar. Caviar. It's like it's like they're it's, small. I mean, to me, it looks like a fucking yellow slime. Okay, all right. So it's gross. Iguana eggs. My dad always eats it. I don't fucking eat it. Yeah, iguana Shout eggs. Out, dad. Look like <laughs> eggs. They look like very tiny eggs. Like so the white. Like yeah, they look eggs. like eggs. They're like chicken eggs. But you like take them out of the you take them out of the sack, and this is the guy I was with. He was like a. Kind of like a native, you know. Yeah, yeah. And he, you, you take you take the egg, and you bite it, and you spit it out, and you suck all the the contents out of it like a gogurt. You know, you're just like, what the fuck? And it's it's like a it's like egg. It's good. It's like a little na- so natural gogurt. Was the actual iguana meat good? Would you no, no, like, yeah, consider it, it a it decent good. meal? It was good. I mean, it, 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 eat- is it a decent meal to to wherever the fuck you were, Honduras? Yeah, or I is mean, it, is there is there like a good meal? Like, would you eat it if you could get? No, it no, it was a good meal there. Right, you know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I mean, because yeah. you're not getting. I mean, you, if you're eating rice and beans every day, and then you any get kind the, of meat is like, you, yeah, yeah, yeah let's dude. Go. You start getting protein, and uh, you know. Well, I know that the, the, the natural human instinct kicks yeah. in. You're like, mm, that's good. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. you know, I, I know yeah. the guy. You know, I know the family that you go there with. Yeah. I remember talking to him, and um, he. 
like he, he was telling me that like he's had malaria like four times. He's oh, had yeah. dengue, mm-hmm. dengue fever a couple oh, yeah. times. Like oh, he's yeah. had a lot of like yeah. those crazy you know uh-huh. shit that used to kill you twenty years ago. Oh yeah, dude, the and guy like, was there. He got malaria like seven times. Hey, bro, yeah. that's just part and parcel of living in Nicaragua. Nicaragua. Yeah. So. <laughs> Are we saying that on our 50th episode, we're going to get two iguanas and put them on that Traga behind me? Dude, our 50th episode, mm. we'll be able to kill them right in Cameron's backyard. Dude. They're moving yeah. up, right? By the time we get to that 15th episode, I think the iguanas will be here. No, and it'll be time well, to I fucking wonder throw them the I wonder the how the orange-headed lizard or whatever, the one we have now. They're so small, though. Yeah, oh, those, like, them. bigger ones that we've been getting? They're not, like, iguana size, yeah. but they're not lizard size? They're cool, though. Yeah. We see... They were... We, we, they're everywhere. They're fast, dude. They're fast. We we see there were a, well, I was when I was just in the Keys last week. There were a couple that like would run around the pool deck, and my yeah. buddy's son he would like chase them around. Yeah. And I was like, holy! F- I never. I, dude, that was the first. Fast. I I haven't seen them. I didn't hear everyone talking about them around here. So I, haven't seen bro, them I, I see them every day. I don't see. I haven't really. Seen, I haven't seen around one here. here. Oh yeah. Oh, oh dude, shit! Not iguanas. Awesome. Not iguanas. No, they're like they're like about this big. No, yeah, and they have like uh, they what have do like you see though they have like orange on them. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up. What are they called? I, I have no the idea. African what they're called. The African lizards is that what you're talking about? Yeah. The orange and black ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah dude. Those are those are the yeah also, these right here. Yeah, those are also invasive and. Uh, yeah, I see them all the time too. So oh, if yeah. you see them, kill yeah. the, the African fuck lizards. Yeah, no, the, dude, those things are fast as fuck. They're too. fast, yeah, fast as fuck, boy. I, we also have the lizard now that runs on water. Basically, anything oh, that's Jesus giant, yeah, or whatever they call Jesus it, lizard. anything yeah. that's giant is invasive in Florida. It's yeah. kind of what I've been like coming down to. Like me, baby. Oh shit! <laughs> oh shit! Nick's invasive. Put him down. Oh, Put him down. please, please do <laughs> that. Right, we're please. talking about it's huge. Please kill me. We're please talking about me. lizards. Put me out of my misery. <laughs> we're talking about lizards now. Welcome oh, to the reptile Jesus. podcast. <laughs> uh, dude, I've been seeing a lot of stuff about uh, the manatees. Yeah, lately. I've been yeah. seeing like signs. Yeah, like dude. people put out signs like manatees are dying. Stop being a dickhead. And I'm just yeah. like, fucking smash them in the head with a tomahawk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna get Flashbang that tender meat. meat. Yeah, get that good old. Time. I'm gonna look it up. Laws on hunting manatees. It's probably illegal. I, that I mean, is definitely illegal. It's definitely illegal to if ride you get them. caught. If you know, true, well, guess what? It's pretty hard to not get caught with a 900 pound animal in your fucking boat. <laughs> Wait, Are you hey. challenging me? Uh, have you caught anything today? Just hide him in the bow. <laughs> You got him strapped to the... the <laughs> your, your truck squatting, like, almost uh, bottomed out in the back. You have a tarp over. You're like, nope, nothing. Dude, what it, what it must be here. like to move a manatee? A just, dead manatee? Just make, so just put it in the back oh, of your pickup God. truck and then put a bunch of palm fronds over it so you're like a landscaper, you know? Yes. And it's like, yeah, it's just a. He- I put, I got a tree trunk back there. It's a heavy load today. Look, I don't want man, I don't want manatees to die, but... I don't care. When Kill they're them. eating all the seagrass... No, well, I mean, I'm indifferent. There's Yo, a, it's um, crazy because um, you know I was down there with you know my my two buddies um, and down, they, they they're regular listeners down where in when I, when we were in Marathon okay. last week and it's and and you know I I noticed Yo, Chris it. and Nick fuck you guys yeah I was yeah wasn't gonna <laughs> name them but yeah fuck you guys. Um, it's basically just our names. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> yeah. I was talking about Chris. Chris was talking about me. Um, but no, that was one thing that I had noticed and I didn't say anything. And then both of them were like, holy shit. Like, you know, we, you know, they, they, they noticed that they were like, there's grass everywhere down here. 
Yeah. In key in you know marathon like uh-huh. you know unless you go offshore like yeah. when you're near the island yeah. there's grass everywhere you oh, can't yeah. find like bare sand. Oh no! If, and yeah, here it's like the complete everywhere. opposite. You yeah. can't find seagrass to save mm-hmm. your life. Yeah. And it's uh, I, I don't know what I mean. The keys you're basically in the ocean at all times, so yeah. I'm sure that has to do with it. But mm-hmm. yeah, you get a lot more clean water down yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, it's wild to see. Yeah, in the narrows here, I feel like there's like a lot of. Uh, it's like more difficult for aquatic life to kind of find nutrients and stuff because it's like it's pretty like limited. You know, it's a yeah. it's a narrow area. There's you know yeah. So and, and we're and we're encouraging more and more manatees to be living here, which is you know it's good in a sense, but it, yeah. to an extent, right? Yeah. So I mean, interesting enough, like the last couple times I've been out and I've talked to you know I stay kind of in touch even when no even even when i can't get out but i've talked to a few guys and like there's there's, there's like some grass that like we haven't seen kind of coming up oh nice which is interesting you know yeah, I, love don't it. Know, I, I don't pretend to know like why that the is biology behind yeah, dump, yeah dump them phosphates in there <laughs> oh my yeah gosh. well i mean uh, you know anyways it's interesting to see that happen you know mm-hmm. and it's like whoa like there's there hasn't been grass here and so now there's grass, you know? so as the manatees are dying, the uh, grass is coming back. Yeah, is that what you're I saying? mean, hey, I, it could be hey, a thing. Correlation it does not equal causation, but hey, can you have saying? correlation without causation? Though, no, no. you can't. No, right? Uh, <laughs> let me think. Let me think about I that for a second. I'm, try, I'm trying to. Right. I'm trying is, to is, it, is it fair to say that there can, that that you that I was trying to think of the definition of all the words you just said. I know, it's, it's a lot after drinking an entire bottle of whiskey. <laughs> no, but can you have correlation without some level of causation? Or no, did I, I say that backwards? Yeah. I think I said it backwards. No, yeah, no, 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 I, no. I think you said it right. Yeah, so um, if, if you have a correlation between two things, is it fair to say that there's no causation between the two? Yeah, I mean, there has to be some cause. Right. I think it depends on the scope you're looking but, at. Yeah. But still, yeah, I mean, like, the, you it can, doesn't... Like, you can put causation to, like, the amount of cars on the road versus, uh, fucking the number of trees in the world, I think. Yeah. I think that's what, you know, people are getting at when you say correlation doesn't equal causation is, like, you know, you can say, oh, the manatee population is going down, and then also uh, the traffic on I-95 is going up. Right, right. And but, so you, but what and I'm so you're just saying like that <laughs> those two things don't necessarily equal causation. But the whenever we're talking about like aquatic um you know e- ecosystems and shit like it sometimes it does equal causation. You right. Know, it it, it yeah. just yeah, you know do. you just need to uh get some uh get some scientific data behind it and yeah, really science, prove bitch. it. Prove that shit. Follow the science, bro. Prove it. Prove it, bitch. All right, well, I think we're all pretty toasted, and we're yeah, talking about yes. some dumb shit. So, on <laughs> yeah, that note, we'll um, we'll wrap this up. If you're uh, still listening, you're hey, thanks dumb. everybody. Make sure you uh, shout us out, share our stuff, yeah, on Instagram, yeah, keep sharing our stuff. You guys still aren't doing it. We've had like two people since the last episode share our stuff. And we appreciate you guys for doing that. So, if you listen yeah. to this podcast and you don't share our stuff, your mom's a hoe. Hey, and remember, don't hurt people. And don't take this stuff. Yes, sir. Yeah, I mean, that pretty much sums it up, right? Yeah. Well, episode nine. That's a wrap, boys. In Thank you for joining us. Episode nine. Cheers, episode guys. Nine. Cheers, 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 cheers. Ching, 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 ching.
All right, thank you guys. Good night.